Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best ever in reality television. Recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. Everybody, it's time! We're here. New new show. Not new no, Take not a new fresh show. breath. New theme air. song. A breath of fresh uh, air. There we go. I messed oh, that up. Jeez. Okay. I do We're like that. New right. theme song. New theme song. Exciting. Yeah. But I'm... This is new colors on the logo. Oh, yeah. New like rebranding, more or less. This is so great. I enjoyed this so much. Like this new show. Like I love New York. The vibe. <laughs> just as great as the, I remember. The vibe from episode one. I just like watching it. I just felt more energized, I guess. Well, one, because a, Flavor of Love was it? so oppressive and became so much after such a long time. But also, I think that there's... It's obviously way less sinister because yes. New York and these dudes are all more or less the same age. Like, we have no reason to think that there's, like, a huge age That's true. gap and no power differential. It's just a... It's a new thing. Watching we will still men, have our problematic like, make moments. As, like I said, well, that's true. There is no shortage of that. But definitely watching men make an assholes of themselves for a woman just, like, feels like my feminism, personally. <laughs> so I'm, I'm psyched about that. I... Yeah, no, this is awesome, and I'm so excited to do it and to talk about it. Do you want to do the rest of our intro? Well, no, shit? it's what. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Tell friends who don't there suck. There you go. I was gonna say, I know you yes. did. Five stars. Watch along with us on Tubi or Hulu. I realized I did not do that in the last yes. intro. Yes, uh, Tubi. You get all the cursing and stuff. It makes it kind of more interesting. It's but fun. But Hulu, you get captions, which you are going to need because Chance made my life hell this week <laughs> yes no chance in hell there all you right go. relax uh so i i i love this i'm so excited to do it but part of why we are so excited to do this is because we have back a fave with the return of new york yes. comes the return of sarah hunt <laughs> what an intro hello guys I was going, yes. actually, Hello I forgot to do a segue that I was supposed to be like, oh, no. more New York, more small potatoes, oh, more man. Sarah Hunt. That's, yeah. But yes, because there is a new book. Yeah, there is. There is a new small potatoes. There's a second helping of it. It's on Amazon. Yes. Oh. oh, I like that. Yes. A second helping. That's, yes. That's awesome. We're going up for seconds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But it is so fabulous having you back. I know you are a New York stan, just like we are. So yeah. how excited are, were well, you to watch this? It's alumni right here. Okay, you right. guys, pretty excited. Um, 19-year-old Sarah used to order pizza and watch this every Monday, okay? So, like, <laughs> this was, like, a thing that I liked to do. So I'm very happy. Very happy. So I, I you can't get the smile off my face. No one can take this feeling away from me. <laughs> this I mean like this really did take me all the way back I like started to there, well, there's something in particular that I remembered from this that I completely had like pushed to another section of my brain but we'll get to it a little bit later but uh no this was just such a wonderful time back in like trip back down memory lane I don't know because this is so now we have transported in time to January of 2007 right what is fantastic about that is that was like for me personally like that was the beginning of my life oh no actually i lied because i spent uh from march to june punished 
for oh, no. meeting up with a dude in a snowstorm when I shouldn't have left school. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, I got in big old trouble for that, but it's fine. But either way, this was like the beginning because this was my senior year. I was going to college. My, well, Mike, you were in college at this point. This was yes. your spring semester. Mm-hmm. But man, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. You know what? We got to have our formative years with New York. So I'm I'm happy. This is great. And so many, because, uh, you know, for as much shit as we've been giving the ladies for their 2000s fashion choices, the men Oof. have outdone themselves. Oof. Are they that bad? The men's yeah. fashions. There's a dude with a some hard are... blowout. Well, that's true. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, wait, some wait. of them are dressed okay. M- Mike, do you think that that's good? I'm oh, the blowout? No. No, I think no, no, no. I mean all everybody else's fashion. Like oh, well, hang on. I need to see names, and then I could determine who I think okay. is just okay. Uh, he's he's back. Well, you have some of the not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, some of the no, guys that are kind of in some suits. Like they look fine. I mean, right? That's yeah. the suits are timeless. Some of the guys are just in like regular long sleeve t shirts and like jeans. Yeah, but Still, it's not like about the that. jeans. The jeans are of a certain era. I mean, the they hair, are bedazzled. We. We the find whole out, Ed Hardy moment. Uh, the, the guy we find out later to be known as 12-Pack when he came in, I was like, this is prime early, mid-2000s with like the frosted oh my tips. God. Well, you also say that because we're, cause we're, well, this is, because we're from New Jersey and he's from New Jersey. Yeah. So oh, like, he's not only that, he's like from, he's from like a town or two over from us. Cause that's what I was, that's, well, we spoiler think. alert. You Googled it? No, I'm like almost positive just because it had to have been. No, it that actually could later in the year. Him or huh. one of the or a guy from the next season. I was like hanging out with a dude, not the one I got in trouble with the snowstorm with. By the way, I was hanging out with a guy. Ridiculous. And, and was he it like Frank? He, Frank. Yeah, it was either Frank or well, I wasn't hanging out with Frank or uh, whatever twelve. Dave, his real name is. No, it was definitely Dave. Then oh. he was like, the guy that I was hanging out with, like, because I was like, oh, I'm watching I Love New York because I love this show. Yeah. And he was like, holy shit, I know that guy. Like, I'm, like, friends with that guy. I did not realize he was on this show. Was it Frank the Entertainer? Because he's my fave in season two. I was, th- I think so. I need to, like, go back into my memory, like, do some Google searching and, like, get to the bottom of that. But I know it was one of them. I Wait. No, you, you know why I think that it's. Okay, so I need to jump ahead a little bit in the storyline. No spoilers. Spo- I have to. I'm sorry. So it comes out later on that 12 Pack is a, a go-go boy at a gay club, which is like the first gay club I ever went to because it's in River Edge, New Jersey, which is like a town over. Yeah. So he's like, I mean, a couple of them, it turns out, are like do some gay for pay adjacent stuff. But that was apparent like his girlfriend blows up his spot she's like oh yeah he used to dance at feathers and like everybody in my high school was like oh my god like <laughs> feathers we know that place like yeah so that, that's the, his deal. The saga of 12 pack is yeah and he ends up being on money. for sure i love money but yeah. i could swear that like i feel like this was like definitely not the last we saw of him like he, he was, was on like, a lot of shit he was like weird mutated like nick lachey to me he is because that was the thing i always remember <laughs> wow, thinking like i feel like i should find him good looking but i yeah. don't like there's nothing really wrong with him like to where you're like yeah but in he theory? has like, in, th- but there's nothing like ugly about him and there's nothing handsome about him he's just kind of there yeah yeah with I can't his tribal tattoo what it is 
yeah, well, that's... Is it because he's so Jersey, maybe? I mean, Not you seem to have, like, dated and me. talked to, like, maybe. questionable guys, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Hey, that's... I know. My taste is questionable. He always makes fun of me because Minus one of me. my... Because one of my of biggest, course. like, celebrity crushes is uh, Blake Griffin. That's his, like, main one that he makes fun of no, me No, I don't really make fun of it. Yeah, you do. The dude's, you... like, a big muscle guy that's a professional athlete. Like, I could understand why people find him attractive. Wait, are you judging me for my number one celeb crush right now? With The Rock? No, well... Sort of, oh. not really. Everyone, like, all right. Every now. woman, I would think, loves Every, the rock. Everybody it's who's attracted to men is attracted to the rock. Oh, it's but Bill Hater. Yes, yes, it is. that yeah. is the okay. current. Yeah. That is my oh, current. Oh no, that I know. I I so do you, are you judging me for that? I was gonna say that I always thought the rock was your number one in general. Eh, but no, well. no, your current hater, not really. I mean, he's a goofball. So I guess, like you know, comedy has its effect. Certainly. I mean, except for when you try to make jokes. I always like to say, like, I love the guy wow. that makes jokes. And then I'm like, every time you make a joke, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Mom and dad I could be, I could be in a room Mom with. Mom and dad are fighting. Yeah. I could be in a room with 10 people. Nine you of them be, will be laughing. And the be, one that won't be is Sonia. That's when you oh, do the okay, Gaga Lady Gaga. Impression. There oh, could I'm be sorry. a hundred people yes. in the room. You have to find the, the one person who doesn't believe in you. You're flipping it exactly. Exactly. Freaking white. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's God. what the that's real romance. Fine. That's what New right. York. Well, not everybody done. can be Sarah. Not everybody <laughs> can be Sarah, and you the the both of you are just genuinely hilarious. Oh my, James. He is just a funny man. No, he's hilarious. I mean, for yeah. those who for those who don't know or are tuning in for the first time. If you are familiar with small town murder or crime in sports, that that James, yeah, uh, my, <laughs> that James. yeah, James is James Fletcher Gallo is my husband and Jimmy Wisman um, is my friend and they host uh, these two podcasts and they're both very funny and it's really embarrassing sometimes when you're talking to them. <laughs> I could I could imagine that would be tough. You're like, was my comment pretty funny or? <laughs> <laughs> right, are you listening? Right, I know. Like, that would Please, be really stressful. I'm sure just give really me a stressful. pity laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. If they laugh, you know you had a good one. Right. <laughs> okay, so getting into it, uh, I just want to start out. I don't have a ton of facts because I'm a hack and I suck at this. But one thing to note that this is, I believe, VH1's highest rated season yep. premiere and i think second highest rated overall show ever. because what show i know that people watched there were more people that watched i love new york than ooh i don't remember Keeping the show up with the kardashians but I, yeah 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 but i just wow. looked it up and well, so basically i think the pi- i i had misinterpreted <laughs> the fact that i've been reciting this whole time which was that it came out the same week that which is not true because this premiered in january and keeping up with the kardashians came out in october but this is both of 2007 okay that but basically all all that to say i love new york's numbers blew this out of the water like mm-hmm. period which i guess they were counting on some kind of star power because kim's sex tape had come out by this Maybe not by this point, mm-hmm. but later this year. Pretty yeah, I think after. it came out 2007, 2008, Is like maybe the end of it, like end of 2007. This makes, me, this makes me want to look up, when did Simple Life come out? Oh. Another sex tape. Well, I that was how that, that show got started. And Kris Jenner was like, yeah. bing. Because yep. Kim used to work for Paris. For they were Paris, like friends, yeah. yes. but they were... Like it was more nuanced than that. Yeah, she was like like a paid friend. 
Right. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It was, but you know what? I mean, I, whatever. I never had an opportunity to have a paid friend, so I don't know if that's a good experience yeah, or a bad relate. experience. <laughs> can't so I, I'm not going to knock it, is what I'm saying. If it's if it worked for her, then great. And then maybe I'll be disappointed in my mother for not buying me a friend. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, poor Kylie. Like, those are her only friends. Like, she's only had yeah. to grow up with friends who she paid for. But, okay, so actually Simple Life premiered in December of 2003. So The Simple Life was wow. already That's been around deep. for a while. Didn't she have wow. a, tour, a sex tape, like, around the time of that so show? So that came out the around the same... Yes. So she... That show came out at around the same time that the show was premiering, as opposed to Kim's sex tape came out. Chris Jenner was like... Hold up one second. You need to reshoot that. We're going to do this. You're going to reshoot that, honey. Right. I know. (laughs) Which I can never get the image out of my head. This quality is terrible. Ray J going down on her and him having the same gum in his mouth the whole time. Just like Mm -mm. pussy flavored gum. Yeah. What? (laughs) Did you zone Ah! out for a second and miss my anecdote? No, I heard PFG flavor. (laughs) Anyway, this was the highest rated show in VH1 history, more or less, or at least one of the highest rated. We are brought to a brand new mansion, which I personally like better. Loving, you know, red brick. Did you? Draped, I love New York logo. Oh, yeah. Did you read the description for this show on Hulu or anything? No, I did not. No. <laughs> okay. So the description says that after New York has been heartbroken, not once, but twice. Yeah, that they we really are coming that back so that she can find love. Yeah. No, they really drive that point home that she was, like, dumped twice. Yeah. But, like, by your own doing. Because you guys were like, cool, let's bring her back. Like, you guys yeah. set her no, up. No, it definitely is. At least the second time. Like, this, she's yeah. the epitome of, like, fool me once. Yeah. Shame won- on you. Fool I wonder me how early they knew they were going to give her a show. I mean, we've talked about this for a while. Like, they could have said, like, listen, we're going to bring her back. Flav, you're going to keep her till the end. You know she's not going to win. She knows she's not going to win, although she's a great actress when that stuff comes up. I would say probably they knew they had a good talent on their hands in season one, obviously, which is why they brought her back for season two. Yeah. But I think by the the time season two came around, they were like, oh, we have to continue this. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. (laughs) Ain't no way. Yeah, nobody else is as interesting as she is. But I mean, we spent a lot, of, a long time um, discussing that <laughs> in our last episode together. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recurring theme. But so, we can do it again. We can right. Just I know. Keep talking it's New York. It. It's honestly a more. It's a more appropriate time. So yeah. Uh, so they tell this? us that yeah. So wait, hold on, Mike. Do, do you have to do your actual intro? Well, no. You, you don't do even like have the, the episode on, title written I, down. Yes, I do. It's I Love New York, season one, episode one, titled, Do You Have Love for New York? And the episode opens with New York. I mean, we get to all the clips and everything, but it opens with, I thought it was funny. It opens with her rubbing Vaseline on her legs, boobs, and then lighting a cigarette. And what is a more Newport. New York I want it to be clear that it's a Newport, and they are not afraid of showing the brand new. I mean, oh, they no. paid. No, I can't imagine they that did. could have been her contract. She'd be like, "Listen, I'm you pretty guys, sure by 2007, you like she could have been like smoking. You like, know, I smoke like 24 seven, but you kind of tried hiding it in Flavor of Love. Like you showed it, but you hid it. She'd be like, uh, uh-uh, this is my show now. I'm smoking whatever the hell I like. I don't think that works. Yep. So I don't think that works like that, especially by 2007, because this is when right. we were being inundated we need to talk to her with and find these out. This is when we're being inundated with the truth commercials. Mm. 
Not that we have oh, any Gen yeah. Z listeners, but like, or imagine what or, they're doing for you with vapes, but worse. Yeah, <laughs> like the tumor causing teeth staining, smelly, puking habit. Yes. <gasps> Did you just do that from the top of your head? No, it was a. It yeah. Was a do you know why? Oh my because God. I worked at the advertising agency that came up with that. Bitch! Wow! What a yeah, flow. it was so funny because we did, we actually just did, I mean, a little bit ahead of our time here, we did a Vape is a Lie campaign um, and it really backfired because 35-year-old dudes who vape really don't want you to tell teenagers not to vape because somehow that means that you think that the adult should die mm. for quitting cigarettes. So you're like, Logical. no, 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 nothing to do with you. <laughs> Everything to do with the teenagers. I'm glad you quit smoking. <laughs> right. Whatever right, whatever floats your boat. But we Not were huge. discussing that all these people were being trolls on the campaign and uh the CEOs were like, Yeah, it's cool when we got like death threats when we came up with that tumor causing teeth staining. You're like, it's cool. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh my god, death threats are it's amazing how saying like you know this thing hey Smoking we found some new information do with it what you will automatically reads to some people like the thing that you love to do is my no you. longer allowed yeah. no i mean like it, it kind of reminds me of that like little mermaid backlash where people finally started responding nobody's taking the little mermaid dvds out of your home no you can still 1000 <laughs> percent watch little mermaid yeah exactly just like get over it just, yeah you're gonna be all right so in peak 2000s fashion, New York is in pink lingerie and like it's like a robe set with oh, yeah. bright green eyeshadow. Yep. She does introduce herself by her full name. So we do get to hear her refer to herself as Tiffany Pollard, but does acknowledge that she is, in fact, Miss New York. Mm -hmm. We see some iconic clips from season one and season two including our favorite photo shoot lines, give it up, delicious, you look like a man, straighten up that neck, we're not in a soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they do subject us also to the gross sex noises that she makes with Blave that time. That's proper. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> like, I love that you even said it normal, and I just... Well, I'm not going to do an impression. At the Please. So... <laughs> She just has to tell herself, she says, uh, she has to admit she was fucking mad at first, but I just have to tell myself, maintain, 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 because time definitely hills all wounds. That's she right. She said hills? Hills. Because she then proceeds to say it where it's like, I'm wearing a pair of hills. Okay, so yep. that's just, so that's how, just she how she says, says it. it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So... She said that she's really looking for somebody to share her life with, so the VH1 production team really stepped it up and gave her her own show the right house now let's talk for a second about the decor yeah. of the house <laughs> it is if the 2000s threw up in a mansion oh yeah so it is a lot of it's like a grand foyer with like bright pink zebra print nice with animal print carpets my mm -hmm. favorite was the accent was the were the walls that had what looks like a knockoff Louis Vuitton print, mm -hmm. but it said NY instead of LV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She also said all the right accessories and the opportunity to find true love. So the limo pulls up, assuming it's got all the guys in it or some of the guys. We're not sure. She also pulls a dog from her suitcase that we do not see again. Oh, yeah. yeah. She so has at least a next dog. Episode, 
I forgot that the dog is the dog in the season. Yeah. Because they build a doghouse. Oh, the dog that's at one right. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we do see the dog during that episode. And the thing is, I want to keep thinking that the dog is named Princess, but it's no. not. If it's not. Oh, no, it's not. It's named, no, it's not. It's named. Princess. This would be a cartoon thing what on is YouTube. It, what is it named? I don't remember. It's not really that important. We'll figure it out. Oh, this so, is going to bother me, though, but I'll, we'll figure it out. I know. I see, I'm with I you, know. too. That's the only thing I could think of. I know. Damn dog. Now, name. Sonia. You did forget to mention that on the New York Louis Vuitton accent wall above the fireplace, there's a picture of New York and she is like, uh, has her head like painted on like a, like a Victorian or like medieval princess. But wow. Yeah. So she has this like artist rendering of her as like in like a big poofy gown. And I will contest, and I know you guys will probably appreciate this given what you just said, is it should be from the episode where she came back into the Flav House and the Flavor of Love House, where mm-hmm. she is smoking and has her hair in curlers and is getting ready. I love that picture. Hold on, Sarah <laughs> sent it to me. I need to show you my It is, a, I would like an artist rendering of New York blowing smoke into the mirror. Oh my God. I love that Iconic. Scene. I yeah, we need this. I need this. I mean, yeah, or there was that meme floating around recently that was like, you know, d- like draw an important iconic moment in like world history, and it's like a, a fairly shitty artist rendering of pumpkin spitting at me. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one I was I, that. That, I almost cried laughing at that one because it is. It's like the most significant to me personally. It is. It was that was high drama. But that would be that would be like a Rembrandt if we had it painted of New York smoking, like getting ready above the mantle. Because like the reality show dating system has failed our girl. Okay, but that was because when she was a contestant, she's not a contestant. She is a prize. Okay, so now that we've reversed the roles, we're going to find love. It's going to work. I I'm really sad it didn't work out for her because the guy she picks both times around. Are, if I remember correctly, like, first of all, both very good looking. And, well, I know one for sure is definitely very good looking. But the, they're both, I remember, like, good guys. Like, nice enough, you know, have a good head on their shoulders, literally and figuratively, you know, just like, I don't, I'm sad to hear about. Is she, like, happily married now, though? No. As far as I know, no. I think she's still single. Oh, really? No, she she's like... Be, she might be dating somebody. Oh, my God. That total, I totally forgot that Brunch with Tiffany is coming back. <gasps> Yay! Describe yes. it for the listeners. So, it's the show... It was like a VH1 web series, I think. I haven't watched it in a very long time. But she would just, like, sit with people, like, with famous people and have conversations. Not that I can remember. Oh, it's like Seinfeld's, like, comedians, comedians and, and cars. cars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah, so oh, we're gonna, have to pick we're gonna up keep you, Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> oh my God, just give Please her all the friends. things. Andy Cohen wishes he fucking could. Mm-hmm. So Much she's be like the first guest she has now. It's like, damn it. Yeah, so we meet a bunch of the guys. Well, actually, I'd be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked to see her on a, like, a, like for the episodes what coming happens? up, like to, yeah, to see her on Watch What Happens. True. I mean, we'll keep an eye out for it. But we get to meet some of the guys at this point. Uh, the first one we meet, sadly, is real. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah, get a checked for colon cancer, everybody. 
Yeah. Speaking of. It was Colin? Yes. yes. That's what we had? Damn. 33. Yes. Yeah, really young. <sighs> wow. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. No, and he was, because he always seemed like a good guy. Yeah. Uh, he says, I saw Flavor of Love and was a fan of New York. I'm here to really get to know her, get past all that drama queen crap. <laughs> He's going to get to her head and her heart. Then we believe him. Yeah, no, I, tr- I whole- wholeheartedly believe him. He's so real. He's so real. That's It was literally such a fitting. I remember even thinking that as like a teen. Like that, What a fitting name. An apt name. Mm. I loved him. I wanted her so, to pick him so bad. Like from I did. I one. did too. Moment one. Her, um, well, actually, because she had a lot of good options at the end. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, she really we'll did. get there when we yeah. get there. I'd say the contestants on this are better than Flavor of Love. Well, because I when mean, it, it like seems more believable. And... Because as much as you can think, all right, some of these guys are here for TV, it's more plausible to believe that men would find New York attractive than women, <laughs> yeah. than yes. young women find twenty-year-old women. Fla- yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's way more plausible because New York is attractive. Like, yeah, and she's she's also like know. in the prime of her life. She's like her body is snatched. In a couple of these dresses, she looks flawless. Yep. You know, she's got the confidence and the attitude, if that's your thing. You know, she's um, she's amazing. So Yeah, she's a ball breaker. She's nice. Yeah. So, well, nice, but nice. And I mean, the only thing that would sort of be a deterrent is just dealing with her mother. Yeah, so. Sister Patterson is oof. a piece of work, but not totally wrong. Well, we'll get we'll get into her. She makes great TV. She certainly does. So the next person we meet is Chance. Like I said, he made my life hell because he talks so fast that trying to get notes down for what he's saying is a huge challenge. And you can tell that even the captions on Hulu are just like, I did the best I could. All right? like, give <laughs> we <me> tried. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, it's not even a matter of like not understanding, you know, regional dialects. It's straight up like this dude talks so fucking fast. I cannot keep up. Chance says uh, she gonna know I ain't about all that jibba jabba, that yip yap. She gone, no, I ain't here for the, I'm here for the, to see New York. That was the best I could do, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> Sonia's transcription services now available. Yeah. Please. Right. <laughs> so, please hire us. Sonialation. Yes. So, there you sonulations. go. So the, we then meet uh, one of the other stars of this week who comes to later be known as Romance. Ugh. What an what an accent, huh? Oh, he's so what midwestern. He's so know, midwestern. I'm... Oh, I at first I loved him, and then he kept talking, and I was like, "Whoop, oh, nope, don't like that." <laughs> I know. And then on top of that, so I have this theory. So now I don't really know what happened to several of these dudes. Yes, he is one that I know in particular goes on to be a wrestler. Like, Whoa, like a. Not he's not in the WWE or and not even in the. But AEW. he was on like the indies. He's in. He's on an indie. He's on the indie circuit. Did yeah. you get his name? Oh, I my god, Ricky Perillo. Oh, I don't know that name. I gotta look this up. Yeah, yeah. So, I know some of the wrestler. indie guys, but yeah, I forgot. I used to follow him on Instagram, and then I can't find him now. I don't know if he deleted it or he changed his name or whatever. But on Twitter, I found him, and he still tweets about his wrestling stuff a lot. So this yeah, is good what for him I'm. If he found, like, so what he wanted to do. Now, having watched this with, you know, now and that not I am the only wrestler, but we'll get to that next season. Yes, watching this now with 2019 eyes meant something different 
that it usually means in the context of this podcast. Yeah. Watching it with 2019 eyes means that I'm watching it not as a single 18, well, 17 year old. I am now watching it as a married 30 year old with a husband who loves wrestling. So yeah. that has me looking at him huh. in a completely different... As you say different... that, my phone gives me the notification, live WWE Hell in a Cell kickoff show. Right. <laughs> so... It's a sign. It's not. So Sonya he... feels like she's in a Hell in a Cell I, with me. I do. I do. <laughs> That's how I describe my life. That's my God, fighting! <laughs> no. Uh, so I looked at him now, because I feel like I didn't get it like mm-hmm. when i was you know watching this the first time around i was like i don't get what it is he's doing here because he seems sincere but like somehow like so over the top that there's no way it could be sincere and now i'm just looking at it like oh he's just a character like he's like a wrestling character he mm-hmm. was in yeah. character it was his gimmick yeah that's his this is his shit my, like my he was, dog died gimmick my dog died and i have way too many feelings about it <laughs> that gimmick is it's a lot. We got to get so, back to the drawing board on that one, folks. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely is like a failed character. Yeah. So Rebrand he him. wrote, uh, he says, uh, it almost seems like it's a Destin. The reason mm-hmm. being is New York. She's the princess. I treat every girl like a princess. I actually have a teacup of my own, which is named princess. And he just like goes like, he just shrugs like, well, I mean, obviously, you know? Yeah, of course. So... <laughs> We start the problematic shit out early yep. because the, all the guys are lined up outside and the doors open and they're hooting and hollering only for it to be Chamo. So this is problematic. This whole sequence is problematic on a number of levels. One, because the character of Chamo is something that could not exist in 2019. Granted, the actor, uh, I believe his name is Mauricio Sanchez. I follow him on Instagram still. That's who plays Chamo? Yes. Okay. It's like weird that we're even involving a fictional character in this period. Like, why why is this happening? So, Chamo is uh, like the the gay caricature we see a lot of in the 2000s. um, Very flamboyant over the top and not to say that there aren't still flamboyant gay men in 2019 but it's just so hammed up i mean not that i'm in a position to judge because it's not my community yeah you know but it just is like it's it's a lot certainly and i could totally see why people could or would be upset with it what really what i can weigh in on however is the dude's reactions are ranging from just understandable confusion, yeah. to what you get from full bones. on. Well, no, I mean, maybe no, after Kutch is going to come out, we're getting that was, no, because like. he says that about the fact that a dude, that a gay dude, comes out. And plus, if he's so religious, like that, because I always thought to myself, "Oh my God, Bones was so sweet." Like I remember him, and I'm like, "Ooh, your Jesus yeah. stuff is coming on a little strong." No, but, like and. I wrote down here that they, anybody who walked away from Chama, whether they thought it was like a joke or whatever, automatic elimination because um, they watched Flavor of Love, so they know the format of the show. They know somebody's going to come out to greet them, who's kind yes. of you know like not you know that's like the host of the home, like the butler or like the assistant or like whatever. Right. They know that's going to happen, and then also like 
why would you like why would you think that they're gonna trick you and have chamo try to date you like what right are, that whole what? like swap thing is like wild problematic and the fact yeah. that they're so and it's literally just like you're really running away because you clapped and cheered for a gay man yeah like, that's what you're and like so like white He's boy, gay run yeah like i might no, catch the gay so yeah, it's like it was weird so a guy we know uh later to be known as white boy he's like kind of describing the situation and he's like outcomes uh i don't know who this dude is dude is off the chain like you gotta see him type pants type shirt damn that's all i can say which is like a borderline like i've got i'm trying not to sound problematic but i have problematic views he said it as pc yep. as you possibly can right as pop as like as pc as you can for like a 2007 and like, also, trying to do better homophobe. <laughs> and also, in such a way, he said it to where if you were to be like, what did you mean by off the chain? He'd be like, oh, like off the chain, like in a positive way, you know? Like, yeah, but in a way it, that didn't sound, yeah, didn't sound to positive, where, but it didn't sound negative. Like, it yeah. just... <laughs> he said it in it such a way that I would look at them and go, what do you What do you mean by that? Yeah. And like, then they'd be like, oh, like no, I mean it in a good way. And you'd be like, yeah, exactly. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then we see a guy who we, like we said later, known as Bones, going, first thing that comes to my mind is, where is Ashton Kutch- Kutchner? Kutchner. Either way, he, like, butchers the name. So yeah. it's Ashton He's Kutchner. A- we all been punked. A guy a we later God. know. He need to know. Yeah. So we later know this man in particular as Pootie does a wild problematic lispy imitation of him and says oh hell he's like oh hell no hit the reset button it's like gay is not a thing you can catch no relax just relax Pootie, so, just just right, dial it back just be cool right well responsible for one of the cringiest moments in reality tv history which i am not looking forward to covering it's coming so oh, yeah. Uh, Chamo introduces himself as New York's stylist and assistant, which, again, just folding in that stereotype, uh, and invites them in. Once they're all kind of settled in the great room, Chamo introduces New York. Now, New York looks incredible. She's in this oh, yeah. fitted pink mini dress, titties popping, you know, amazing, just spectacular. Question. A guy... A guy Oh, yeah, sorry. When did she get tits? Do we know? Apparently sometime in between. Uh, she didn't have them at the reunion, did she? I don't think so. No, the ones she have here I thought were still real. Because she wears something later and it's like, oh, okay, now they look kind of back to normal. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, the fake one. I don't think they can. She might just it was have some two, like maybe? serious bras. Some, yeah, some serious yeah, push-up. Like, 2007 was the time where like, I mean, I know everybody, all of my friends, like it was like it was important to have the push-up bra. Um, so I know that that was a thing, but what I got confused by is at the beginning of the season and all this, like all that stuff, her boobs look humongous and then they look normal size, like in the, during the show. When she's not wearing. So I guess she just must invest in, I mean, I think her boobs are, I'm pretty sure her boobs are fake if I remember correctly. Now they're super fake now. So all the guys are hooting and hollering and it's like, they're chanting her name and this guy who we later know as T-Bone, uh, to me, he looks like no. I don't know, Sarah, if you remember, if you're from, very familiar with the Muppets, but mm. there's a Muppet that always stood in the back of the Muppets in like group shots that scared the shit out of me, <laughs> named Sweetums. Oh yeah, 
that is what this guy reminds me of. <laughs> you are a thousand percent right. As soon as you said Sweetums, I was like, mm-hmm, yep, that's exactly yep. who T-Bone is. So he's, he says that uh, you can tell she didn't come from no Cro-Magnon man. There was a divine wisdom that put that together, which I was like, that's actually pretty sweet. Good for him. Yeah. We then meet Mr. Boston, who <laughs> literally can't not say something problematic, apparently. So he likes the fact that New York has some nice junk in the trunk because I don't like dating skinny anorexic girls. If I wanted that, I'd work in a morgue. Yeah, that's that's a bang, 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 Mr. Boston. <laughs> just, just I mean, then that's only the beginning. He goes full. We're not going to go there. So while everybody is hooting and hollering, I wish I could make this iconic line of the week, but it is kind of so obscured sound wise that they have to put the caption on the screen like it's actually like a built in caption. Mm -hmm. I believe it's Pootie who yells out, you put the hurt on my penis. (laughs) I wrote that down too. I was like. It's problematic as fuck, but it's it's hilarious. Like it's almost like a it's so offensive almost that it's kind of comes back around to being like a compliment to being yeah. like not offensive. What do you what do you say to that? You put the hurt know. on my penis. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know. In his talking head, he goes like New York walked out looking fine as hell. She almost gave me a woody, which is what confirmed yeah. that it was him that said that. So she's very impressed uh, and she's so honored to have them there this is where spoiler alert but then again you've had 15 years ultimate winner Tango comes in I love him and for those who don't follow him on Instagram he has only gotten better looking oh really yes and find him he's like gorgeous and has a beard and was really charming about the fact that I made fun of him on Instagram once. So oh, forever. Well, good. Well, because there was a time that he was like making this like green. I've told this story in the pod before, but like he was making a green smoothie of some kind and was like antioxidants, all this shit. But he's making it in his kitchen next to like a bottle of Grey Goose and Fireball and like all this shit. So I like commented underneath. I was like, so how do all those liquors fit into this? Like, yeah. Toxic how do you make that diet? in your smoothie? And he like kind of wrote me back something like, haha, good point. Like he was like a yeah. good sport about it. So I'm like, you're amazing. So he said, like every other red blooded American man, I did watch Flavor of Love, but man slept on this one. The my only issue with this statement is at some point he calls her a female. Yep. But I mean, nobody's perfect. But in general, I was saying to Mike before earlier today that I was like, everything he says about her, at least in this episode, is like just the right thing yep yep so new york reminds them that she lost out on love not once but twice and uh she thinks her man or her king is here so she's excited to get to know them and she wants them to make themselves at home and just they start kind of wandering around the house we get a quick tour around some of the rooms have bunk beds uh there's a barber shop Twelve pack seemingly seemingly immediately goes for the weights outside. Yeah, I got I have a really big issue with this. So first of all, that you can tell the Stockholm syndrome is already setting in with all these guys when you see them outside before New York even comes up. But now that they're wandering around, I don't know if you took issue with this as well, Sonia. But like, there's a gym and a barber shop in here. There was no gym for the ladies. Okay, there was only booze and hot tubs. Yes. 
And I that was is like, a very good point. No, ladies need cardio and shit too. I mean, listen, I'm going to the gym consistently for and that was for the two first seasons. time in my life. No I, fucking gym. I, this is my life now. No, so no, I, like I, makeup room, no sauna, no nothing like nice. weird stereotypical. They, right, they shoved them in. Right. Oh, that's so. That's such a good point, though. That like they didn't even get. Even if fine, you want to aggressively gender it and give them yeah. like a powder room and like a giant. Well, they Let's do have them like big walk-in closets. At least but give that's... them something. Yeah, yeah, like they didn't get. Well, I guess also oh, sure, the guys have bunk beds and like I want to give no them right. I mean, that's true. Thank God the ladies didn't have bunk beds, so it's like kind of a trade-off. Yeah. But I would think that they probably got more funding this time around. Also, what I was yeah, thinking. probably it, the house overall looks like a better quality house. Yeah, the backyard's kind of crap. The backyard at the other one was way better. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely true. Because this one sucks. Yeah, but I think, like, the interior, the exterior of the house, like, in the front, I love the brick in case oh, I yeah. haven't driven that home enough. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a much nicer house, so I don't know. So it's like a toss-up. Pootie, I just wanted to I complain only... that we don't get a gym. That's all. all right. I know. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would actually appreciate the two-week break from the gym, but, I mean, I don't know. Does it only last two weeks these seasons? Uh, we kind of have... Maybe identified the... probably closer to three, but yeah. no longer than a month. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. I know. You're really supposed to like fall in love with somebody in this time. And honestly, I can't speak for, we don't watch The Bachelor as we've established Bachelor, Bachelorette, any of that, that we don't know how long those seasons are actually filmed for. But So if anybody knows out there, please enlighten us. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I don't watch The Bachelor either. It just seems so exhausting. Well, so I tried to watch it around this time because I was like, oh, if I like that, like, you know, let me watch another version of it. And I was like, this is so boring. Yeah. Like, it's all of the ratchetry is gone. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's people really trying to make a love connection. And that's what I want to know, too, if anybody else out there watches The Bachelor or Bachelorette. If there's so much focus on you're just here for tv yeah because there's that's in that's in these shows a lot mm-hmm. yeah i mean some of that obviously has to do with the fact that there is a element of celebrity to it certainly yeah. with flavor Flav and brett michaels but also with new york because at this point she's a huge star the only thing left about this scene that's interesting is Pootie is like claiming his bed and standing on his bed with the shoes on yelling he's with his shoes on yelling he's king of the castle so all oh, the and guys, 12 pack is humping his bed. Um, no, it wasn't 12 pack. It was Rico, I think, who was like, so yeah, somebody's humping their bed in here. Yeah, somebody's it's, humping it's their bed. So all the guys come out and cheers with either wine or champagne in a wine glass. Chamo gets Drink their attention something. and then brings them in to the great room for naming yes oh yeah now all of a sudden they don't mind chamo because they're now they love chamo because chamo brings them booze yeah they've come around i mean it's also like kind of like a full circle turn you know at the end where they're like chanting his name which i thought was kind of cool yeah (laughs) yeah i know i was so so proud of them i was like yay chamo yay (laughs) so before new york gives them nicknames so they're all lined up uh, kind of adjacent to a velvet rope. Yes. So from the door to the great room. Single file. Single file. So before nicknames, uh, she's got to bring in somebody who means a lot to her to help her make the decision. Bones actually speculates, like, oh, I wonder if it's Flav. 
and the door is open and Chance in his talking head goes, oh, in the hell no, which could not be a more accurate reaction coming from a more appropriate person. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I thought this was interesting, too, that White Boy also says, like, I wonder if it's going to be Flav, but then also suggests, I wonder if it's another lady from one of the other shows. Which one makes sense? I was like, Because she's oh, like, oh, it's someone fun. I love that's really important to me and all this. It's I mean, like it's, she, I mean she, that she, doesn't track. She didn't get along with anyone. That doesn't track. She literally but it said, been I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> yeah. True. So maybe he wasn't paying attention. He was watching, wasn't paying attention. No, he was too love struck. <laughs> right. So... They then obviously introduce the one, the only Sister Patterson, who comes in yelling, who are you expecting? The Tooth Fairy? (laughs) She is awful. (laughs) She's so funny. But it's like, but I do love her. Her Instagram. Her Instagram. I love her Instagram. She's always got a message. For everybody, mm-hmm. and she takes a lot of selfies and She's, makes some jokes in there. But like, it's the typical boomer selfie where it's like your entire face, but like you can't see your hair or anything. It's just yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Somehow they it. got she, your whole for their yeah. whole face in there. Right. No, she's not taking any selfie tips from her daughter. No, when you're no. singing her name, like when Flav comes in, it's like Flavor, 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 man. I was like, sister, sister, Patterson. <laughs> like I had yes. to do it. Yes. It's actually very funny. No, I did not, but I will from now on. So she starts uh, shaking hands down the line and everybody you can tell is like a little shook. Yeah. You know, like New York even points out like, oh, my mom coming in, like got them right together. You know, they they changed their whole demeanor from the get go. I love that. Like, I don't know what Chance did, but she looks at him and goes, ah, no hands. (laughs) That's right. She did. She doesn't like him from like just looking from the get go. So I have a theory about this. I think it's because she saw him. I mean, granted, the rest of them, the styles kind of range from like kind of casual going out like nightclub wear to Chance, who looks like who's in a T-shirt and a hat and like Mm -hmm. looks super casual. So I think that she saw him and immediately was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's the one she's going to like. And because yeah. she's kind of got some respectability politics stuff going on, not the chance isn't irritating as fuck. Ugh. Holy shit. Again, like, I I don't totally agree with her reason, like her face-based no. analysis, but she's not incorrect for not wanting Newark with him. Yeah, at the, at the end of the day, we're all animals. So if you look at somebody and you're just like, nah, I don't get a good vibe from this guy. Like, y- you know, if you can't explain that. It just felt like she was trying to find something to blame it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it could literally just be like, I just don't like you. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> she knows that that's the kind of, because she, she points out yeah. several times during the course of the show, like, this is the kind of guy my daughter's attracted to and he's not good enough for her. And she makes yeah. it pretty and, obvious, too. Well, I mean, also, that, all that to say that, like, Sister Patterson's taste and who she really loves at the end of this episode, questionable at best. Yeah. We will get yeah. there. I wouldn't trust either of them with choosing their own romantic partners, but Sister Patterson has my my dream job is just sitting and being judgmental on your potential on your daughter or son's or friend's potential romantic partner. Yeah, no, that's, that would be sick. I would love to do that. That's ideal. Like, you're, like you get to be like that friend on House Hunt, like for when somebody mm-hmm. on like House Hunters doesn't have a spouse, and you're just like yep. the friend that's got like very strong yeah. opinions. I'm going to be yeah. brutally having, honest, with right? You on this I know. One. Yeah. I'm going to be real mean to you. <laughs> like, so, that's what we'll do. We should start our own show. I've and we'll been, all have I've been our trying to come in. 
<laughs> I've been trying not to be like that with my friend. Um, her boyfriend broke up with her. They've been dating for like 10 years, and he broke up with her sending a YouTube link called The That's Best Way right. to Break Up with Someone. Yes. And uh, I've been trying not to be like that, but she sends me screenshots of all of her Bumble, like people that she's matching with. I'm like, no, I don't like the way that one <laughs> looks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, and I found, well, because I'm on Bumble BFF, and I found that I am way stricter when it comes to those kinds of profile like I, I Mike and I started dating pre like swiping yeah which I and I was like so and I'm so fascinated by it because it's like you do get to but I'm glad I don't have to deal with it like oh god anybody who has to deal with it is like super god bless at this point. god bless <laughs> there's just so many ways for somebody else to ignore you I don't I don't know why you would I mean, it's also just like the, the profiles like I don't know. So for me personally, in terms of Bumble BFF, and I feel like this would carry over to regular Bumble were I on it, would be like things that drive me nuts is people who lead with the negative. So things they don't like. Oh, um, yeah. Well, for women, it's a little bit different because it's always like I'm looking for the, you know, Abby to my Alana or the, you know, the only one I'll accept for TV show comparisons is the Issa to my Molly. Yeah, insecure. But I yeah. mean, if it's like, oh, I'm looking for my own Sex in the City girl gang, and like anytime that nope. calls anybody babes or boss babes, no, any of that, you know, no. If pizza is your entirety of your personality, like, look, we all love pizza, but like, it's not a personality trait. Or that they love ta- coffee and tacos. They're like, I yeah, love they love brunch. Which I bitch, I love brunch. Nobody loves brunch more than me. But like, it's not a personality trait. Just no. I don't know, none of that. And also, no. if they say they love friends or how i met your mother i'm sorry friends hive don't don't be sorry it's it you don't have to like it i like friends but i know mike loves i can't friends. i don't love it i like it but i'm not gonna judge if people don't like it i will judge a little bit about the big bang theory because i think that might be the most overrated show in the history of television Ooh, spicy takes from mike i'll, I'll yeah. say that i i don't think it's funny i mean no I'll, it's not you know, the, the actors you know hey they do their job but the fact that parson he's one Three or four Emmys. I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> I'll always yeah, fight exactly. it. Because Steve Carell as Michael Scott never won one. And you're going to tell yeah. me this guy deserves three or four when Michael Scott is a character that's a billion times better than him. They Shel- literally Sheldon's had to make a podcast about it. They literally yeah. had to make a po- an office podcast because of how much it's they so love popular. that show. Yeah. Oh no, that show is so good. I'm shocked it took that long, but it's cool that it's them too. It's people. It's not just like fans. It's two people that were on the show. I mean, I'm sure there are. Yeah, we're gonna get background, podcasts, but probably yeah. I never actually looked that up. I mean, if this show exists, like if our show, exists, I'm hoping they get to bring some of the cast several though. about the office. But... Like, if, yeah, that'd be really awesome epi- if they do an episode with like Steve Carell or uh, you know Rain Wilson. They get Krasinski. Oh, I'm sure they're like, gonna get so all cool. those people back. Oh, John Krasinski, talk about a glow up because he was cute then. Like I always liked him then, but he looks great now. Shout out to Emily Blunt getting Yeah, uh, way to go, girlfriend. Like, yeah. Get it. Uh, the pause. What? No, it's funny that we said it. Emily Blunt getting that. Yeah. No, I mean like getting him together. Like that's what I was gonna say. Is like I mean, not that I know if she has any credit for it, but you know. Right. He just aged well. All right, so anyway, gonna, back sorry. We like haven't even gotten into the no. naming yet. We're gonna be here all day, but My I sister love it. Patterson threw us. So wait, no, side note. Um so I have Mr. Boston's quote written out phonetically, so bear with me. Well, he comes in later. Well, no. It says, I thought Flav was going to show up, but it's the mom. And now I got to change my whole strategy. Not only am I, I, my Boston accent is real bad. 
So uh, yeah, charm, uh, charming New York. And I got the mom and their mom. Well, I was gonna I, say, gonna Mike, practice. how's your Mike? How's your Boston accent? I can how's really your Massachusetts accent? the Oz. That's all you're ka ka. You gotta go. No, you're not even good at that. No, I suck at it. I, yeah, I went to school like over ten years ago there. <laughs> I did. I, 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 I also want to point straight. out that I asked Mike the other Put day your greatest he, Boston accent in your head, and then listen to that while you're also listening to this quote. Just do, just listen and pretend. Yes, just imagine Boston what a Boston accent, accent sounds like. Right. Just, just pretend. I also want to point out that Mike went to school, practicing. went to college in Massachusetts, but said that he could not point it. You could point it out on a map, but if you if the state were removed, you don't know the shape of Massachusetts. No. So if, okay. See, my thing. No, I meant it as like, if right now on your computer screen, Sonia, someone just threw up a random state, not like the obvious ones, like Texas, California, Florida. To me, Massachusetts is. An if someone threw one. up like fucking Ohio. Yeah, of course I could recognize like, what huh. Ohio looks like. I I bet you wouldn't. I absolutely bet I would. The only two I'm that I wouldn't be able these. to tell are Wyoming and Colorado because they're shaped the same. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, it's like I a think weird, Colorado like, is more square. Is it? I guess. Take me home, I don't know. Home. This is <laughs> this is why we get three star reviews. So <laughs> so. Because they're on my side. As she's working one. her way down the line, she tells she told Teeweed to remove his hat. So I'm like, oh, she hates him from the get go. But who? Now, mind you, it is not just a hat. It's an Ed Hardy hat yes. with an Ed Hardy shirt under Ugh. a white suit. No. He's also got like weird. It's like blown. It's not really done. That's like the real key. It's not a matter of you know relaxed or any of that shit it's like there are ways to have your hair long and straight that are nice and his it, it's like he didn't try or like he t- it, you know what it had it had that ponytail bump like he had it in a little bun and yeah. then took it out like it was he was gonna go bun. to sleep <laughs> and i could put it in a bun so yeah. she makes him turn around and like appraises him and she goes very good and i'm like you're into this and she says that he looks good in clothes. It's like, well, yeah. Wild. Even for, Everybody like, even, looks good in clothes. Is it also possibly her doing it for the show? No. That's like, oh, I know, like, she'll hate this guy, so I'm going to do what I can. No. So I push for You think I she think legitimately just anybody, is obsessed with him? If there has ever been a more honest person on reality television, I don't Sister think. Patterson? Sister oh Patterson. Oh, my God. Like, if she hated she, him, she would be the first to let us know. Yeah, but That's she true. just liked that he said that he made money. And then, because remember, like, oh, I'm not going to spoil it, but. Well, well, no, but she even, before she even knew that he made money, like, she was like, oh, you look good. And I feel like even for the 2000s, that outfit was just a lot. Hmm? Yeah, no, no white jacket. Yeah. Yeah, so a bunch oh, of you the guys. Seen Commando. Sarah, have you seen Commando? What? Commando. What the fuck With Commando? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I think it was on TBS, like, many moons ago. Uh, there's the scene, you know, the guy that he. He uh, is on the plane with when like they kind of capture him in the beginning. Then he knocks him out and like kills him yeah. on the plane. It's like that guy. Oh, He's got like yeah, the yeah, yeah, straight okay. hair down, the white suit and the hat. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's freaking funny. Oh my god. Anywho, I didn't think about there that is some chatter going on at Chance's end of the line that he's obviously uh, leading, and she Sister Patterson turns around and tells them to shut up. And even yeah. New York and Chama were like, "Yikes." So New York asks her mother, are you impressed? And Sister Patterson says, slightly. They both take seats in like armchairs kind of at the end of the line. 
And she asked them to. The guy in the middle. That is kind of what it looks like. <laughs> so uh, she, New York asks all the guys to tell them a little something about themselves and tells us that she is going to be giving them. She's going to give them a chance to give them to pick their own nicknames, more or less. She does kind of intervene for a couple people. But in general, okay. what they suggest is honestly not terrible for the most no, part. Because I, I thought that she was saying, I'll give you the nicknames. And then and then I was like, everybody's because I wrote down here. I must have missed that line because I'm like, everybody's just giving her their own nickname. Yeah, no, she straight up okay. says, like, I'm going to give them a chance to give their own nicknames, which I guess was some sort of, See, like, I thought it was empowerment. an empowerment. Well, I think yeah. it's all, I, well, because nicknames becomes, I guess it must have been a huge deal at the time that he was giving, that he was taking their names away from them. Like, I didn't know if it was just hindsight looking back at it and being like, wow, that's fucked up. But apparently, well, yeah, like, cause... at the time, everybody was like, so you're not even going to call them their actual God-given names? And well, the funny the funny thing is is that every single person that if you look for them on Instagram you can usually find them by their Flava Flav uh, name or their um, I love New York name. Yeah, yeah that's I was you gonna can say find the, them by oh, that because that's how they're off known. Off the top of my yeah. head, the only one they gave them their gimmicks. I guess mm-hmm. well, Goldie still goes by well. Goldie's Goldie. is her name, <gasps> like it's her Instagram name, but I think she goes by Courtney. Mm. On her talk about thing. a glow up with Goldie. Oh, I know. Okay. She's the best. Did you see her picture today on Insta? Yes. Body. Oh, she, she looks snatched. The show. Yeah. Like everything. Banging. Goldie Just... looks banging, and she's doing comedy, and I love her. She's... If you're listening, Goldie, you're killing it. Keep it up. We love you. So please be on our show. So <laughs> <laughs> the first one we meet is Rico Sandro. Sandro is his real name. Excellent accent. So hot. Uh, he says he gets his name because he's a smooth talker and the way he dresses and the Spanish side of him to which Sister Patterson goes the panty side of you <laughs> like how Such did you hear that to say. well it makes more sense apparently why she says it later on so he like laughs and he's like oh no it's too soon to talk about that and he says he treats her the way she deserves to be treated and New York's like yeah he's so smooth and suave that Rico is a fitting nickname indeed next up is Pootie whose real name is Lamonti he tells us multiple times throughout this show that he is from Chicago Sister Patterson is like Pootie and he looks at her dead serious and goes yeah Pootie the man is yeah but like Pootie on the wire was a great name. Yes, that's true. But I feel like and it's something Pootie in the Tang context. Pootie Tang was an entertaining movie, right? But in the context, like in the context of the wire, at least it's like a little bit rougher, tougher. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In the context of a reality dating show, it's not. It seems more. Sexual and New York even calls innuendo. out the fact. Yeah, New York even calls out the fact that you know he wants to be named Pootie because he wants some. Yeah. You know, too many so, Red Bull so, vodkas in that lady. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so Sister Patterson asks what's wrong with his shoulders because he's moving them around so much. And he says nothing but looking at New York in the hot pink has me sweating. Oh. He then turns to Sister Patterson and goes, I can see where New York got her good looks from. And she goes, don't try to impress me because I don't impress easy. And there's literally like a record scratch sound effect put in. Oh, I. Yes. she's not letting these guys. But you know what? I would kind of be this tough. Like You got to establish dominance early. Yeah, especially with a um, house full of 20 dudes. Right, exactly. 
So up next is Tango. He says the name was given to him by his mom. And New York asks if they're close. And he's like, absolutely. You know, she's a big part of everything I do. I wrote down here, um, emphatic, but not Norman Bates. Yeah. Yep. That's perfect. And Sister Patterson is clearly impressed by it, which, you know, I would be too. Did she give him a hug? No, that's later on. Somebody else who yeah. says there's they love. Couple, oh, it's, it, there's a couple of the well, two of them I think get One's hugs. One's a grandfather thing. I, I think know she that. hugs yeah, well, bones. Yes, because about, well, yes. yeah. So, oh, and then okay. If up next too. is Wood. New York is shook right off the bat. He is definitely a good-looking guy, and I just found him on Instagram. He did not really age, so good for oh, him. Oh, really? Chamo goes. They also say, oh. Chamo goes like wood as in like knock on wood, of course, because everybody's like, ha ha, wood, like wink, wink, nudge, ha, nudge. Ha, penis. And he kind of turns to Chamo in a way that feels like a little homophobic and goes, no, it's for my last name, Rich Wood. Like, yeah, but- he, like his demeanor changes a little bit. Yeah. Because I wrote that down too. I'm like, okay, Chamo, like, I mean, I, because if I was Chamo, I would have been like, yeah, so it's still spelled W O O D, right? Like, <laughs> well, I think Jesus. Chamo, like Chamo, and because you could see even in New York's face that like they kind of took it like, oh, like what about Wood? And Chamo, I love Chamo's face in this because his smile just kind of like drops and just goes, okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I got so, it. So <laughs> he says something stupid like if he can. I wrote down here. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because he's the kind of guy that you can tell has been good looking his whole life because he says something really dumb and simplistic but like it works on her and she's like oh my god so whatever he goes uh if i can make you smile and make your heart smile then that's what's up and it's like don't know what that means you can tell that you've been good looking your whole life and didn't really need to develop a personality so yeah sister patterson is like Right. Sister Patterson is like, he looks very familiar in New York's like, I agree, but she can't really put her finger on where he's from. Up next is White Boy, who, if you follow on Instagram, now has dreadlocks. Ugh. I know. I hate it so much. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. So he... He does something that he brings up a million times, I remember, throughout the course of the show, is that he's born and raised in Miami. He actually put up a picture not long ago that killed me. Uh, It was a picture of, I can't think of the actor's name, but uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper guy. Mr. Cooper. Is no his real name. I like I can't remember what his Cooper. real name. So Mr. Cooper and Pitbull. And I'm like, this is the most Miami picture I've ever and of course everybody's in like oh white. God. And I'm like, this is the most Miami shit I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh my God. He immediately throws out the whole uh my best friend growing up is black. And so Ugh. Sister Patterson because he's he talks with a bit of a black scent. It definitely feels less put Mark upon Curry. Mark Curry, yes, thank you. So uh Sister Patterson like all of us. I mean, he's got a black scent. It sounds obviously inauthentic, but definitely way less so than Buck Wilds. Yeah. Like Buck Wilds is cartoonish. This feels more of like how he speaks, but it's still kind of like, all right, my guy, like relax. So she yeah. asks his nationality and he goes Italian, Romanian, Romanian, Scottish and American. And she's like, so that makes you. And he's like, Scottish, Romanian, Italian, American. As in like, bitch, just say white. We know. Yeah. And Sister Patterson goes, okay, white boy. And that's how he gets his name. Yeah, that's perfect. That was perfect. Up next is 12 Pack. 
he starts out by saying they call me eight pack and they're playing this music in the background. Not that I was clocking music really before or after, but they play this music that literally sounds like the Creative Commons version of Supermodel by RuPaul. Oh, like dun dun dun. Togo. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. So he flashes his abs and New York is like, oh, no, I'm calling you 12 pack. So that's how he gets his name. All right. The next one right. up is Heat. Uh, he's got a necklace on, and he's like one of the lines that I remember from, I guess the the episode where they have to make charts. And he's like something about who get who gets fed first, and it's like my my yaya and my mama. And I remember Sister Patterson going, "My daughter is not getting fed after yaya and mama and all this shit." <laughs> So he goes, uh, so Sister Patterson asks, uh, who has the lock to the keys around your neck? And he says, actually, my grandfather, I'm really close to my family. And Sister Patterson gets up and hugs him. Very nice. He's a nice moment. Good boy. Right, I know. Sounds like a good guy. So all the guys lead forward in a way that feels super staged. Like, it reminds me something out of, like, like the way they train dogs for movies. Yeah. Like, it just was kind of like, huh? Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. So they were all a little bit shook from that. And they and so New York decides to name him Heat because he's the hottest one in here right now. Hard like, to disagree. To her, maybe. No, she like she more audibly freaks out vibe. over some of the other one. I guess like, yeah, the vibe is what's hot about him. Up next is T-Bone. He's the one I mentioned at earlier. Looks like Sweetums. He's, I can't even stress enough, too, that he's also dressed like shit. I still wonder how he got in here. I think it's like a troll thing. Like, it's like a William Hung type situation. Oh, okay. Where it's like, we know she's not going to be into this, but. But we need to. But we need to make fun of somebody. Yeah. So. That's sad. Yeah. I know. I, I, I like, I'm torn between. Yeah, I'm torn between, like, being like, yikes and being like, this is mean. Yeah, it just. Mm. I mean, he's not doing himself any favors because his skin is kind of ruddy. Like he could definitely. A couple of these guys honestly could benefit from some exfoliation. Oh, a thousand percent. And he's dressed. This was before HD. Yeah, he was dressed yeah. like shit too. He's in this like Nick shirt. It's like Nick's inspired. It's a button up and it's orange and blue stripes and just yeah. loud. And he's got like a. He's like half buttoned with another shirt coming out underneath that doesn't match. And yeah. he he leads with by telling us he's a he was a very skinny lad at one point, but a brother grew up a little bit. And New York like tears into him and in her talking head. She's like, he's a larger man, he's huge, he's big, he's greasy, so T bone it is. I know, yeah. Mike's shaking his head as big guy hive. Well, it goes back even as we go back to flavor of love with like the like that kind of situation but at least yeah, like that Flav was like pretty chicks. and well put together well, like you well, know she was a bigger lady but she guy. was like i mean she dressed like an old lady but i mean she had a sense of style she was beautiful facially beautiful yeah her body i, I mean it, like... her body too was like proportionate like that was the thing she was like a like a so you could fat shame ugly people it just he's not doing himself any favors no i know i know believe me i'm the first one to be like i obviously for those of you who haven't seen mike before i love a big dude i this is like not to shame 
big dudes out there. Just like you're not no, doing yourself it's... any favors when you dress like shit and you. No, yeah, I feel like sweaty and greasy. Yeah, I feel like it's more like shaming because for for me, what it seems like is Flava Flav would be more likely to date a bigger girl rather than New York because there's just New York's reaction because Flava Flav was like, oh, yeah, like this girl's thick in all the right places and, you know, that sort of thing. And then Mm -hmm. whereas New York's like he's big and greasy and I'm going to call him T-Bone, you know, like Flava (laughs) Flav would give her a more complimentary name. And I think, too, like I said, like I think presentation matters. Like I think that if you're not... I mean, and this obviously is kind of across the board, but obviously it is like part of fat phobia that fat people have to deal with it a little bit differently. That like if you're especially for the 2000s, this isn't even just now. Like, I mean, certainly I think we've all societally come a long way, but it's so I mean, obviously there's still a long way to go. But right. This dude just looked a mess. Like everything about him looked a mess. And it's like you're not even presenting yourself skinny, bigger or whatever. You're not presenting yourself well to somebody you're actively trying to date if you're trying to compete with. No, he could and have had like even- a white tee on and a blazer and that would have been fine. You know, right? like we don't need him to dress up. fancy. would have made a huge difference. Yeah. So don't look next- like you're going to go outside and paint for the weekend. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Up next, we meet Bryant Covert. Uh, it says people call him Jersey. I'm Ugh. assuming he doesn't live in New Jersey because they don't call anybody who he lives He said in he's New- from Jersey, I thought. No, I mean, I'm saying he's from Jersey, uh, but he must not he live the there. Jersey, he must though. not live there because she's like, what do people usually call you? And he's like, Jersey, which makes me think he's not well he's a financial advisor so i'm assuming he might be in new york yeah they literally they put they superimposed dollar signs over sister patterson's Mm -hmm. eyes so yeah that's that mr boston is up next what a goofy son of a bitch Mm -hmm. uh yeah he's fucking weird they call me side note i did not know that mr boss i didn't know until years later that mr boston was like a brand of like cheap vodka really like it's like a crystal palace uh type of vodka ah. yeah, i know that there's like a mr boston like a bar book or something like you can learn how to make drinks yeah oh yeah but i know that it's also i feel like it's i feel like people were like yeah. oh yeah that was by i don't know in albany we had crystal palace but like you know whatever version of that is at some colleges and it's mr boston yeah hmm. so he says that in high school people used to call him stud which i'm like oh honey like no you missed the joke but there. Yeah. Okay. So New York's like, he wants to be called called stud, but I'm not looking at one. So uh, we're calling you Mr. Boston. Okay. Now, I know Mr. Boston says a lot of really stupid things in this entire season and in this entire show. He did seem like he actually wanted to like go out with New York and try to impress Sister Patterson to me. Um, I don't think that they should have gone out necessarily, but I do think career wise, Mr. Boston is the best choice because they could have had a spinoff reality show of New York and Mr. Boston. And that would be hilarious. It would be hilarious because Sister Patterson and Mr. Boston are the greatest comedy duo ever. Their (laughs) conversation that we'll get to later. Yeah, I love them. I had to laugh. Up next, we meet Onyx. New York calls him a pinpoint accurate dude right there, which I assume means that it's that's her type. It is worth pointing out that Onyx is not spelled correctly in terms of the metal, but this is how you know. Like when you're a teenager, you think that you're grown and you think that you are an adult. 
Mm-hmm. But like nothing kind of reminds you you're a kid more like I remember being at that weird age where I was like old enough to be watching this and being like, you know, finding people attractive. And like I said, I was about to go to college and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But I still remember going, that's the way the Pokemon is spelled. Oh, my God. Is it really? Yeah. And I Googled it to double check. Wait, they I- spelled him with an I or a Y? O-N-I-X, and that's how the Pokemon is spelled. That's awesome. So I remember being like, it was like a fresh enough reference in my brain where it was like, now I went back and was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. But I remember, I remember at that time thinking, oh my God, like the Pokemon? Oh my God. (laughs) Not that, right, that it was so much, it was not that far away, the time when I gave a shit about Pokemon. (laughs) Up next is Teaweed. I did think that bitch. it was going to be Teaweed, that they were going to pick that for him because he needs to do a deep condition on his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he says that his nickname is Tumbleweed because he plants seeds of creative execution and ideas for companies that have reaped billions of dollars off his ideas or concepts. Now, he sounds Homeless, very nervous. No for, I mean, right. Well, that's the thing, because everything I Googled about him was like, Teaweed, the scammer. Yep. And so I think he tries to position himself as sounding like some kind of venture capitalist. And I'm pretty sure that he ultimately gets kicked off for being a scammer and not being able to prove that he has the money that he claims that he has. Yep. But like the fact that this is how if if he's supposed to be like, let's say hypothetically he's being serious and he is some sort of venture capitalist idea think tank person. He's and doing he a terrible job presenting himself. He's like yep. saying straight up gibberish. So I'm not really sure what he was trying to prove. No, for him to say that his friends call him tumbleweed, I would immediately have been like, oh, yeah. So he's homeless and doesn't have a job. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Otherwise, why would you call yourself tumbleweed? Like, oh, I plant seeds into like whatever, and it's like, no, tumbleweeds have no home. They're just always blowing around. Right, everywhere. like that's not like, what you th- you don't think about tumbleweeds as dropping seeds. Like, if your frame of no. reference for tumbleweed is like you fucking bounce from thing to thing and yeah, shit no, is empty. they they might call him like the germinator or something if he actually was doing something productive Yo, to society. Yeah, that's but- a good one. Yeah, so, you know, I'm available for coming up with their <laughs> names. Right, that's, that'll be, like, when you have your own show helping your that's friend find we, their man. Or we bring our kids on in the future. Yes. And then she could be the judgmental one, but also give the nicknames. Like, yeah. You're going to take the opportunity to be judgmental of my child's own No, you can both do partner. it. You can Aunt both do Sarah's it. House of Love. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm finding everybody a fucking boyfriend and girlfriend. Line right. them up. Let me know. I'm giving so, him a nickname. Right, exactly. You don't get names a different until career later path. on. Yes. Right, exactly. So he says he's not here to kick lines and I'm not here to do anything but be sincere and get to know your mother. Sister Patterson, I didn't think initially was buying it, but she says in her talking head that she's thrilled that he has a brain and makes money and he, as you mentioned before, looks good in clothes. She calls him the total package. And I'm like, another one that's like greasy and presenting himself really poorly. I'm unclear. But no. even like New York surprising. and even New York and Chama are really confused at Sister Patterson's yes. reaction because they make sense. No, he was gross. So this is when, yeah. So this is when New York starts to say that a couple of the guys coming up are boring. Uh, we meet uh, a guy named Ace for like two seconds. He says that he's a tennis pro. coach, tennis pro. Yeah, that's I was sad we, for that's Ace. All we get. Yeah, I know. I was sad was, for Ace and T Money. 
Team Eddie didn't deserve a chance. Let's be Team honest. No, he really show. didn't. But they just made them seem like with all the like the bump, 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 like that type of music behind them, uh, because they're boring. Because they went to college and they, you know, Ace teaches tennis and like, oh my god, that's so boring. And yeah, like, they're oh. like nerds, but like they're not as they're not as. Uh... I got to a point where I was like, Mr. Boston sounds like adam sandler doing an impression of oh my god why can't i think of his name who's the one with the annoying voice gilbert godfrey he's doing he's adam sandler doing a gilbert godfrey impression (laughs) of gilbert godfrey doing a boston accent impression yep yeah he's doing an impression of gilbert godfrey doing an impression absolutely yes i agree with that it's a lot so that's the thing, because at least while he's nerdy and doesn't have a lot going for him, he's charismatic in his own weird way. Up next, we meet Trends, who comes rapping at Sister Patterson, which she obviously hates. Yeah. For some reason, New York is super into it. She says he's obviously a trendsetter. So he gets the name Trends. And the last thing is Sister Patterson tells him to wrap up those holy dreads. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Up next is Bones. Who I always remember really liking and thinking that he didn't get as much chance as he deserved, but he was like a good guy and her mom liked him too much. And yeah, that's tends to go. That's what I don't. That's what I don't appreciate about this part of the show is that like, yeah, Sister Patterson should be there to help and everything like that. But at the end, they're supposed to be there to like impress New York. And then now all of a sudden, like they're rolling up, getting their nickname and they're like, oh, I know. Um, I want to get to know you, Sister Patterson, and here's a rap that I wrote for you. Yeah. And my mom would be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I mean that would I would be like, "You're you're trying too hard at me," which I mean, yeah, I don't know. It always creeped me out when guys did that because it was like, okay, it's clear you're trying, you're like up to something. Yeah, exactly. So he's well, he's at least Bones is the only one I kind of buy that from more, just because he's like. New York's like, oh, my God, like, I love his build. She loves him tall and skinny and whatever. And she's like, oh, I want you to be my bag of bones seductively at him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my frame of reference for bag of bones is like the Stephen King book. So, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, it's all just I mean, so he leads with saying he's a God fearing individual. Obviously, Sister Patterson is thrilled, you know, freaking out, saying like, "Woo, he touched me. Which, out of context, sounds really bizarre. Yeah, uh, he can't starts, say that. He starts quoting scripture, and New York is like, She's out I'm, t- nope, just cock-blocked yourself. So then he starts, even like, and then to add fuel to the fire of New York not being interested, he starts doing some corny breakdance moves. Up next oh, yeah. is T-Money, who went to Georgetown and is a corporate recruiter, recruiter. Uh, Sister Patterson is obviously very into this and in fairness like I mean as a parent you were like okay he's smart he's got a good head on his shoulders you know got a good job said in high school and college his friends called him tea money and I can't really read the reaction to this that Sister Patterson in particular does like it's kind of like thinking it's funny but it's also kind of like boy if you don't get the fuck and he says, I have a tendency to be clutch when it matters most. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that mm-hmm. has to do with anything. Up next after that is real. 
He says he grew up in L.A. He's in the music industry, but didn't come to the show for that since he's already, you know, pretty set. Yes. And I remember that. Like, I mean, not obviously that they were like big giant stars at this point, but I remember like that they did. I think by the time they get around to like meeting the parents and going home and when the guys have their own show, it's like pretty well established that they've got something going for them. They have like a following and like, yeah. Yeah. Stallionaires. Stallionaires. Yeah. I can't wait to start doing that. We do hear a chance to it at some point later. (laughs) I'm so so, That made me so happy. Stallionaires. Stallionaires. So, (laughs) uh, he didn't come to the show for that. He came for her. Uh, This is when we find out that Chance and Real are brothers. Yes. Chance. Oh, yeah. uh, Chance says in his talking head during this segment that he is here to prove that he's the better man. So Real is, you know, trying to convince her, you know, I'm really here for you and all this stuff. And she says she's calling him Real because she's really feel she appreciates the honesty. Real says he and Chance have been in competition for girls since daycare, but uh, he's not actually competition because he doesn't have a lot going on in his brain. Chance doesn't. It's like Pinky in the Agreed. brain. Agreed. Yes, yes, except not evil geniuses. I will. <laughs> Go and get some from New York. <laughs> I just love Real so much. I just, every I single know. time that he comes up, I'm always just like mad at New York because I I'm know. like, oh, mm-hmm. you blew it. I mean, granted, blew like it. Tango's a great choice, but Real is also would have but been. But no, Tango is a really great choice, but he's way too hot tempered and he gets all fucking mad. And I understand right. that New York. I understand that New York likes that about, like, she likes the drama, but I'm like, she just needs real in her life because he's even keeled. He seems like he'll support her and he'll, you know, gas her up and he'll be like, yeah, but also he'll bring her back down. Right. And I like the way that he led and I and she did, too, like that he led with the whole like, hey, so you're going to find this out about me, but I don't want you to think that that's why I'm here, you know, yep. and it's it's sincere. So. Yeah. <laughs> Then we finally, for real, meet Chance. He starts off by saying, my name is Famous. I'm going to be real with y'all. I ain't thinking no poop butt line to say. Kids in the neighborhood gave me the name. (laughs) Poop butt butt line. line. I love Chance. I want to call the episode Poop Butt Line, but we've had so many poop-themed butt-themed. The last one Sarah was on was the Iliad and the gutter butt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that line. There's something really gutter butt about nipples. Yeah, there's something really gutter butt about you. <laughs> Everybody needs to introduce that into their vernacular. We do need to bring make gutter butt great again. Make gutter butt happen. <laughs> so Chance says he's here to keep it real. Uh, you're going to make that decision with me and that's how it's going to be. Maybe your mom can see that. I'm a genuine guy. Now that was in the moment where I'm like, oh, that decision with me and that's how it's gonna be i was like it gave me like flave flashbacks which is just in case sister patterson needed more reason to dislike him he comes across a lot like flave did and that's what she likes and i think that just like affirmed that for sister patterson where she's like no (laughs) yeah right exactly any sort of vibe she got off the bat she was on the money so except for i always love the flashback of them arguing in the bathroom and New York's like, I am going to be Mrs. Flavor Flav. Mrs. Flavor Flav. <laughs> I'm like, but that's not 
his name at all. Like, like it's just so weird. That just really cements the Stockholm Syndrome thing. I will be Mrs. Flavor Flav. I'm well, like, that no. takes me back to the fact that I think uh, Chad Ochocinco had a dating show on VH1 at some point. Or was and- I think he did. I'm pretty sure it was VH1. Was VH1? And literally those ladies would have actually legally become Mrs. Ochocinco. Yeah. Amazing. Nuts changing his name. That's I mean it's not Meta World Peace, but Also true. That is that is certainly one. So Sister Patterson is pissed. She uh New York decides to call him Chance because he definitely has a chance with her. Uh, she found him the most impressive, she says. He's got that edge, that New York edge that she wants in a man. And basically, Sister Patterson is like looking at him like she wishes she could blow him up with yeah. her eyes. She straight up says Tiffany likes the thug type boys. And I don't know what's gotten into her, but she deserves better. Fair enough. And you should listen to your mother, okay? I mean, I well, that- she she says that line later on. She straight up yeah. says, you know, I, I know that my mom was right the last two times. Like, I should listen to her, but I'm going to follow my heart like a dumbass anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, when uh, if my, my mom, my, with my ex-boyfriend, my mom was like, after we broke up, my mom's like, no, I never liked him. I was like, why didn't you say anything? And she's like, well, I didn't want you to be mad. And I was like, no, if you said something, I, you know, because your mother knows you the best. So if you're going out with somebody who kind of sucks, then... I don't know. I had boyfriends that my mom didn't like and I didn't care. But then again, I was like 16, And it didn't work out with 20. them. Yeah, no, I mean, for the best, for a variety of reasons. And your mom likes Mike, correct? Yes, but no, my mom loves Mike. Yay. Yeah, see, mom knows everything. Yeah, no, she definitely, yeah. Especially, oh, God stories for another time but the next one we meet uh basically so she threatens him sister patterson threatens him a bunch and was like you're not here to you know you're not here to challenge me and he tries to say something and she yells at him to shut up and big mouth big attitude she says those lines a lot we then yeah he does token she's he says that people call him that because he believes you need a token for everywhere you go, and hopefully I can be your token. I don't know. I yeah, was... I didn't know and what that meant. I have no fucking idea what he was on about. <laughs> and Sister Patterson goes, I don't think she does. Yeah. I'm her token. I'll take her place. I know that's And he kind of goes like, yeah. ooh, in response. Like, well, because yeah. lo and behold, who her favorite becomes later. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, yeah, it just didn't make any sense, so I wouldn't buy it. I'd be like, what the fuck are you even talking about to talking to my kid like that? Like, shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah, what What does my kid need a token for? Right, like, what are, the, what are you even saying? No. <laughs> this is who I have the most notes on. I know at this point, I'm sure everybody listening is like, get to the actual episode. So then we meet Romance, who's dressed uh. like he's in a boy band. Yes. He's in and like looks- an army style jacket and like cargo shorts, like big long and cargo shorts. And there's he no looks shirt like on. He, yeah, he gelled his hair and then stood in a car wash dryer and then just like yeah. So let that all is what we hair. that is what we in the New York metro area call a blowout. Uh, oh yes, I say this as somebody who watched growing up Gotti religiously. Growing up Gotti Hive. If you're out there, 
shout yourselves out. Please tweet me. I need to know I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. That like that was like the hot. St- I mean, granted, he obviously wasn't from that area based on his aggressive Midwestern accent. But that style, I was like, oh, my God, this takes me back to like teen nights and popped collars. Oh, my God. Teen nights at the nightclub. Bliss oh, yeah. and Lodi. Like, it just was, oh, my God, what a disaster. Frolicking. Right, yes. Yeah, and guys- even when he's later, he's got the full up, the blowout, like the real one with like the spiky tips and oh, yeah. the Armani exchange uh, headband. I was like, Ugh. bitch, this wasn't everybody I found attractive during this time. But I remember thinking, all right, you're doing too much, my guy. So he wants to let her, he goes, first, I want to let you know that my name is Cupid. I'm the Romanian god of love. It's like, nope. I think you mean Roman, but that's yep. neither here nor there. He goes, the cover of my book might not be the sexiest or the most expensive, but my pages will put you in a dream. And for some reason, New York buys that hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. He then gives her a present. Uh, Um, He tells her that he had a tragic incident three weeks ago and that is what he's saying when he's handing her the president president handing her the present so sister patterson is like uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, give me get like she intercepts it like she's yeah. secret service he says he lost the love of my life uh she was a yorkshire teacup princess and she was my everything oh, i my so just to set the scene a little bit of what i was doing when i'm watching this so it's like midnight and i'm sitting up taking notes in the living room tap 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 mike's in bed but we have the door open from the living room into the bedroom he had just gone to bed like what 10 15 minutes earlier while they're talking about this dead dog they take a yorkie head and like superimpose it like there's a spirit floating across the screen (laughs) i fucking yelled i was not involuntarily screeched i was like are you fucking kidding me like i had to pause the episode to like wipe tears from my eyes and laugh they have this dog i'm gonna put it up i might make it the picture that goes up with the you really should with the episode like thing but i fucking screamed they put this poor dog oh the poor baby poor princess Oh, poor princess. It is actually princess. really tragic how she died. I'm not trying to make light of this dog. How, stuff. It did, was very tragic. how did princess die? Well, they say they, they bring it up later. We'll, I'll put a pin in it. We'll oh, get that's to right. It. So um, he said Maybe she did it on like, purpose. She was trying to get so, away from him. I, right. Like uh, Elvira from was, Tiny Toons. Uh, I say Paris yeah. Hilton's dog on South Park that shoots yes. up in a limo. Yes, that's right. She The dogs keep killing themselves, right? Yeah. That's the thing in that the Paris yeah. Hilton episode. So uh, he treated her like the princess that she was. She meant the world to me. I lost her. And I will treat you just as good as the princess that you are, if not better. So at this point, he's kind of like fake crying. And New York hugs him. And they're playing cuckoo clock sounds, which is like they had to dust those off from the hottie days. He's down on one knee. And she's standing. And he's like showing. Like, so basically, the what he brought her is like a framed photo of him and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Disturbing. That's where he's in the Armani Exchange headband. And mm-hmm. uh, Sister Patterson's like, you need therapy. Like, she's being nice. I thought she was going to be a lot harder on him, but she's actually being pretty nice. 
Uh, is she being nice or is she being kind of? Well, she's being nicer here. than I would expect her to be, I guess. Yeah, because like, I, I would expect her, her to be like, what therapy, the fuck is like? I thought she was talking like, a lot of shit. She was. Yeah. Later crazy. on. Like, no, but I'm saying therapy. like to yeah. his face. I'm surprised she's not like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're based right. She, she could be way worse. Yeah. Based on how she talked to Chance, I'm like, I would have expected worse. And how she talks to everybody else. I mean, right. How she talks to everybody on Earth. Uh, she basically accused her daughter of faking a pregnancy and did not believe she had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So there's not really a ton of chill. So no. he's going on and on about how her, how her, how he'll treat her like the way he treated his princess. So basically, that's the last one to get names. The way they get names too, it's I forgot to mention, is that they Chamo's like writing with Sharpie on a giant dog tag. Like a giant cutout cardboard dog tag. And like he gets his name and Did he heads outside. Did it make romance cry? Probably. A dog tag. Oh, oh uh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Princess right. wouldn't have such a basic right, dog I know. tag. Like princess would be treated much better. So uh, I thought Sister Patterson was actually going to drag New York away from him. But she actually kind of comforts him. And uh, so then he leaves. And New York is like, oh, he's cute, right? And Chamo looks concerned. And Chamo yeah. speaks for all of us. And <laughs> Sister Patterson's like, who cares? He's a freaking kook. And then starts yeah. mimicking him and basically being like, I know my dog is dead, but like you could take its place. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, I, we all would do the same thing if our friend, if somebody did this to our friend or yeah. to child my- or whatever. My mom would have absolutely 1000% been like, I think he's a little weird and he's going to try to replace you as his dog. Yeah, no, and, he like, like my mom would have one thousand percent said that. He basically mm-hmm. kind of danced around saying that, and New York yeah. is like aware of it as well. So then they head but out. She's to, still impressed by him somehow. So New York uh, heads out. New York and Sister Patterson head outside. They do it. Well, New York does a toast with them. And I'm surprised she says this in front of her mom. She's like, you guys better know it's a fucking party right now. I was like, I can't believe you're talking that way in front of your mother. Not not yeah. that I think you can talk that way in front of your parents. Like, I would talk that way in front of my mom now. But like, you know, I, I first of all, I wouldn't know if it New York's. I don't, I don't know. I might Sister have. Patterson's ready for a party. But either way, Sister Patterson is not somebody I would act that way Sister in front Partisan. of. But also, like, I don't think I would invite my mom to the mixer. Yeah, that part, I'd be like, you can go home. Can yeah, I'd be like, Mom, somewhere. you can come to the next one. Right. There's There'll be plenty of time for you to help vet. But I guess she like her logic is, like, I brought you down here to vet everybody. Chance brings Sister Patterson a glass of what we find out later is Coke in a wine glass. Uh, but she sets it right down, like, thank rude. you, mm-hmm. and, like, puts like, it psh. far away from her. Yeah, rude. That's, that's Chance's it. olive branch. Coke in a wine glass. It's an olive yeah, branch. Yeah, it's not like he brought it. Like, what did he... I mean, like, I get that her logic is like, oh, he's weird. I don't know what his deal is. But it's like, he didn't do anything to your drink. You know, he's... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's trying to be nice. He's a very simple man. He just wanted to bring you Coke. And he thought that he'd put it in a wine glass because he that, he thinks you're a classy lady. Yeah. And everyone's think, drinking. You kind of just blend in now. Well, I would think also probably, too, that it looks like they have, like, an outdoor bar set up. Like, they have, like, a party down style, you know, catering yeah. thing that, like, maybe that was all they had at that moment or they just gave them wine glasses. I don't know. Actually, because some of them had regular glasses, right? Because they probably had I, liquor drinks. Yeah. I, these first mixers 
or like just, I mean, the entire two weeks seems so exhausting and so overwhelming. So many people and you have to try to talk to all of them and they all want to talk to you. And I think I would just give up. Yes. It looks like go hide. a lot, a lot. Yeah. I just, just go hide. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And like 20 men too. It's like yeah, very overwhelming. So With the alpha that, you know, like that right, they that have to... Big masculine energy, just it's, the machismo, it's a lot. yeah, yeah. Some dudes so, are just comfortable with themselves, but I think that I would just be so exhausted by like, all right, great, you're oh, all very pretty, hundred percent. Just like I'm exhausted by like socializing, like mixed gender situations, all female. You know what I mean? Like it's, and then especially with men, it would be like uh, yeah. men all trying to actively get your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Be like relax. So I'm here. New York goes off a chance and. He tells her that he's a stand-up guy, came from a hard life, and whatever. Uh, Quick cut cut to Sister Patterson telling a group of them not to go toe-to-toe with her because uh, you're going to get your toes stepped on. She's 5'3", but she's a brown belt. I want to know in what. Yeah, that's true. Why didn't you specify? Yeah, she did specify. I'm a brown belt in. Yeah, no. I've got questions. So back to New York and Chance, he's like, oh, your mom looked at me like I was some kind of player. Like, everybody kind of gets that vibe from me. You know, I just want to show people the truth. I see him being a player, but, like, he's just like, I can I can peg exactly the kind of guy he is. And he doesn't, he's not malicious. He just. No. He just, like, has a very short attention span. That's and exactly just likes that he I gets see. attention, you know? Yeah. And then he wouldn't think that he was doing anything wrong. Right. No matter. Like, if he does something wrong, he would just be like, what? Like, it's not his fault. Right. He's not actively trying. I mean, not that it makes it okay, but he's not. It doesn't seem like he's actively trying to hurt anybody. Hmm. So she said, um, she's like, New York is obviously smitten beyond words. And she's like, oh, like, you're doing way too much too soon. But like, in the best way in her mind possible. And. New York actually t- is talking about how five guys are going to go home tonight when Mr. Boston comes up and Chance is pissed. It's also worth noting that this is the beginning of Chance being shit-faced. Yes. So Mr. Boston said, oh, Chance took her away from all of us. I gave him a solid two minutes to talk to her. I, that, see, that comes off mad Midwestern. I can't do it like talk. Yeah, she's you sound you sound like real Chicago yeah milwaukee mm-hmm. right now i have to go to like not my de bears i gotta go to like noma noma yeah noma let's go talk let's new york talk, talk see like i can't do it so but it's always um, gonna sound like almost like jfk yeah i know well new then york, let's go over here and talk the, well no so the thing that upsets me a word with you <laughs> the thing that upsets me about penis. new york with yeah, chance wait what the thing that upsets me about New York with Chance is that I get it that she's like, oh, he's edgy and like thuggy and like whatever. And then she also says, she says that he, and he drinks a lot. And I like that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck no. is up with that? Yeah. Well, she says that a couple like lines cool. in a row where I'm like, are you hearing yourself? Yeah. So, she says all of these things that they do that's so problematic. And she's like, I like that. Like with romance later on in the episode, she says he's loony, but. I like him. And it's like, no. Have a respect <laughs> for yourself. Yes. Right. So he says, um, uh, I gave him a solid two minutes to talk to her. That's enough time to get his name across. 
Uh, then I decide it's time for me to come steal her away. So Mr. Boston's like, oh, I came to come meet you. And Chance like, you're really crossing a line here. And <laughs> then Chance is talking again and goes, next thing I know, this nerdy ass motherfucker looking like Al Gore's little nephew gets all up in my business. <laughs> oh, my God. So Mr. Boston and says, then- like, hey, my guy, there are 19 other dudes here, like, you know, and he starts kind of pointing a chance at this pinky and like chance is getting pissed. And you, but New York like thinks this is hilarious. And yeah. So, and then of course, like everybody's kind of like, Oh, like chance, blah, blah, blah. So chance starts actually getting in Mr. Boston's face. And she's like, Oh my God, New York in her talking head is like, I can't believe the guys are already fighting, but like, I'm kind of flattered. <laughs> so She likes it. I mean, I would. Come on. That's what I mean. She likes the attention. She likes that they're fighting over her. This is what this is what's so weird. So like Mr. Boston is like, so Chance is losing his temper. He's yelling at me. I'm yelling back. He's making a fool out of myself, but I'm looking like Mr. Boston total stud. And it's like, who's making a fool out of who now? So, yeah, Chance is getting really in his face, but finally kind of walks away. And Mr. Boston yells after him. Why do we have to have black on white crime? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yikes. Real says, you know, my brother gets into this kind of shit a lot and I'm going to let him do his thing tonight. But if he keeps this shit up, listen, I'm going to like get him in his place. So I don't know. Chance and Mr. Boston are going back and forth. Mr. Boston diagnoses Chance and prescribes him with Ritalin. Yes. 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 I I was kind of annoyed with that and I was like well that's not nice and then like by you know the end of the episode I'm like well Chance needs something yeah he definitely (laughs) definitely there's a chemical imbalance definitely some strong ADHD vibes for sure saying this as a member of the community so they're going back and forth right so Chance Mr. Boston's yelling and I'm like you need Ritalin and I feel kind of bad for Chance in this moment because everybody around him starts laughing and you can tell yeah. that that makes Chance feel really bad. Yeah, gasses him up a little. You could tell he's starting to get a little angry. Yeah, picked like on. He's plus like, the right. the liquor the whole time. Right, you're drinking. You've already got. It like doesn't a, stop. You've already got like an inferiority he, complex. You've got somebody making fun of you and trying to like talk down to you. Yeah. And then, because I'm sure his whole life he's been told he's really hyper and whatever. Yeah. So you can tell it all kind of got under his skin, and I felt really bad. So, but I did love though that like chance in his talking head is like freaking out he goes he said i need ritalin blah 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 ritalin 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 and then he goes what is ritalin anyway yeah (laughs) he was all mad about what ritalin was and then but he has no idea like he just he doesn't need to know why he's insulted he's just always insulted chance right he knows that it's insulting and that everybody else well then i'm sure that probably fucked with his inferior inferiority complex too because if everybody else yeah. is laughing that means it's all something they're in on that he's not i cannot believe yeah. i'm becoming a chance apologist in this moment mm-hmm. but well i don't even feel like you are because like we're just i mean at this point i because i've seen this series a couple of times like maybe five um but no i i've seen this series a couple of times and in the beginning i remember i was like oh that's mean like i remember thinking like I remember liking Chance at first, and then you just gradually get annoyed by him because he's just so much. Yes, he's just because I remember yeah. feeling really bad for Chance at the first because I'm like, man, her her mom just does not like this dude. 
Like I just remember like feeling really bad for him because I just felt like it wasn't fair. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. And then also she knows like, something as an adult, that we like especially don't. in hindsight as an adult, you're like, you know, I wouldn't really it's like kinda like what I said about flavor. It's like would I really want my kid to be with somebody who's like because it comes up later that he kind of comes across very insincere in terms of his intentions for New York mm-hmm. and the whole thing. I mean, he does and he doesn't, but he definitely looks like he's going for attention. But he seems like somebody who seeks out attention in all aspects of his just life. Just in general. Like, yeah. he's just one of those kinds of people. He's the bad kid in class, for sure. So New York goes off and talks to T-Bone. He Like, she's not into it at all. Uh, he he also makes the mistake of oh, wait hold on oh no he says he's not one of those guys who's gonna sit back he's gonna go and seize the moment uh, so he when New York when Sister Patterson was having the conversation about being a brown belt T Bone was one of those people in the group that she was talking to so we are made to believe that she kind of grilled them a little bit in some stuff we don't see based on the fact that he says to New York. Uh, your mom asked me when the last time I was intimate with a woman was. Mm-hmm. And that was New York so inappropriate. Beyond inappropriate. To which New York responds, well, how long was it? And he gives Let's like, make I, fun felt, of this guy more. I know I felt so bad for him in this moment because yeah. he's like, oh, well, I'm very selective and blah, blah, blah. New York's like, oh, you know, like and he's actually being really respectful where he's being like, you know, I'm not wanting to kiss and tell and bragging doesn't really get you anywhere in New York. It's like, OK, but you're skirting the question, though. Like, when was the last time you fucked somebody? And he goes, it's been Who a while. Cares? And she goes, oh, I just want to know so I can find out if you're like celibate or something like that. And he whispers in her ear and she's like, oh, OK. Oh, it's not that bad. She makes it like in that moment, like, oh, it's not that bad. And she gets to the talking head and goes, that motherfucker hasn't had sex in three years. Oh my Blows god! Up his so rude. All the way. We knew it was coming. I mean, they I were know. gonna tell us no matter what. I know, but it just was like you feel bad for the guy. I know. So then he apologizes for having his glasses on because he thinks he has some amazing eyes. He says that women always tell him that he has amazing, uh, dreamy eyes. And oh no, New York is like, I don't know who told you that. Well, not to him, but she's in the yes. talking head. She's like. I don't know who the fuck told him that because they look like chameleon eyes pointing in two different directions. Yeah, she was so mean to him. Yeah, it was really fucked up. I mean, I would hope that she feels bad about it in hindsight. Yeah. but I feel like, yeah, it's so not right because dudes are just... Uh, from what I from what I gather, there are a bunch of dudes out there who think that bigger girls are gross and wouldn't step anywhere near them. But I feel like dudes are more accommodating, whereas girls are like, ew, you know. I mean, I don't know, Mike, if you want to go into too much of your experience, but you were self, you were super self conscious for a really long. Time. It's like that's why I watched this scene, and he actually seems like a nice guy, kind of like a yeah. gentleman. You know, he's going there just trying to be really nice, and then. Another thing is like that's so difficult to you know really think of with these shows is that could also be maybe she's not really that mean. The producers could be pushing back. Oh, you gotta say these things. I don't know. As that's much true. as I love New York, she comes across as being very shallow. Yeah. At yeah. least during this point in time, I can't speak for how she is now, but like she comes. Ac- I mean, granted, not that shallow if she's being with Flavor Flav, but like yeah, I was gonna say she. She comes across, like, based on the way she's, like, really talking shit about his looks and not even giving him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. 
she it it comes across as her being like Ugh, i would never which kind of is like that's why and this is why these incel guys have this fucking grudge against everybody because of moments yeah. like this where it's not even like that like so many men don't realize because mike and i talk about this a lot not only in terms of our relationship but in terms of somebody in particular that he knows who's going through a little bit of this right now that it's like men straight men don't understand that women have the potential to be so much more interested in you if you just present yourself well and yep like be have like a good personality and the thing is if a woman's not willing to look beyond your immediate looks even if you are genuinely a nice guy not a nice guy tm then like don't if we- go out with that guy then, right you don't want to fucking be with her like yeah ugh, she's an I asshole can, so it's the can, same thing don't go out with that chick right exactly same oh wow guys we are laying some fucking realness on this episode so you know tell your friends right i know the depth the emotional labor we're putting out for you people no just we we're solving crises you know yeah just like just pay attention to what's going on on the inside and the outside can matter if you want it to but you know don't let just one aspect of it be the thing that gets you yeah because listen i'm super mean yeah exactly yeah because like i'm super mean i'm a dick james always calls me a dick it's so funny because i mess with him all the time and i'm sure i have a nice cute exterior but <laughs> i'm impatient and bossy you are <laughs> see no i'm just so, like so, so sweet but like I yeah everybody I was, just I thinks i'm I mean, so nice and i'm like listen <laughs> no you're like a you do it you're like a in the in the words of like tina fey like bitches get shit done like yeah, you gotta get shit. Done. You get shit done. Like you're mean. I'm I'm sometimes mean just for the sake of being mean. But you're mean because it's you're you're about people's inefficiencies, which is perfectly valid. Yeah, that's true. We need to. <laughs> we people need being to, shitty, like people who we all you know, need to be more like me and Sonia is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. No, don't be like me. Uh, I was gonna say. I mean, sometimes you just need to call people a fucking pine cone and. It's important <laughs> to call people a pine cone. Well, it's important. Well, especially fucking pine cones. By the way, and this is not about our show, but because everybody's been super nice about when we took the hiatus and all that shit. But when a show who comes out with episodes, super long episodes, mind you, every fucking week needs to take a personal break, unexpected, uh, give them a fucking break and don't complain about it. It's free yeah. content. Like, suck my dick from the back. And it's also there Looking are some you, also Dylan. nice people out there. No, I'm not saying that just that you, check in, which is no. Great. I mean checking in is one thing, but being like checking in. You promised that we'd get stuff every week. No, that week. is just like, like yeah. fuck you, dude. I mean, yep. not that I think you're listening to this because I called you a pine cone, but you know, in the event you are, yeah. like fuck you. And also, he just doesn't defend himself like that, Sonia. So we can say whatever we want; doesn't matter. He's right, unfazed exactly. by it. So, <sighs> so. Let's see, where were we now? Well, now we are on that New York is impressed that Mr. Boston stepped to chance. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did get... She, oh, wait, no, I missed... Did I... We, we were just done with... Um, chance just said that he doesn't even know what Ritalin is, but New York is now saying that she's impressed that that took balls. Oh, I skipped that whole part of that because it was that was we, before the T-bone thing. The I skipped thing, right yeah. over oh, that. Right. Yeah, I went right into T-bone. So then that's right. we've got... So also it's worth noting that we've got Bones and T-bone as well as T-bone, T-weed, T-money. A lot of T's. Oh, yeah. Too many T's. Yeah, too many. A lot of, lot of tea. Tea oh, hyphen. no. 
now this now New York is talking to Heat. Uh, well, yeah. it's, she very quickly talks to Bones and Trends. The only yes. thing worth bringing up about this is Trends is like, a I heard that you were crazy and New York's like, and you still came? Which I'm like, relatable. Relatable yeah, energy. I mean, we're all crazy. Everybody's crazy. Yeah, and crazy. I mean, New York, it's, it's not an un... It's a Norman Bates thing. We all yeah. go a little bit crazy sometimes. Oh, yeah, you just have that. to you just have to keep the crazy at bay. Mm-hmm. Right. And or just make money off of it in New York's case. Yeah. <laughs> so then she's talking to Heat and he says people are intimidated by him. Uh, not Yuck. sure if it's his looks or his personality or a combination of it's both. Neither. And she's like, you think you're the shit, don't you? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, come on. Don't be modest. He goes, no, I know I'm the shit. No, I hate him so much. He's trash. I know, but I did. He's like one of those people. He's got like a nutrition something or other on Instagram now. now. Really? Yeah. Uh, he looks. Oh, is like, he like in like a looks, multi-level looks, marketing thing now? Kind of, except it's like his own thing. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Like, but he's one of those type. Yuck. Yes. Uh, an influencer <laughs> type or wannabe influencer yep. type. So she's talking to. Real next, she says that uh, she really impresses him. Oh, he says that she really impresses him because she's such a classy lady. She goes to touch his braids, but then stops herself to ask. I gave credit to her on this as well. Because I recently experienced that Mm -hmm. this week. Uh, A woman I was talking to reached up into my hair and I was so black. And Mike was happened to be there as it happened. So like he kind of caught this that she asked apparently while she was doing it. I was in a rage blackout, so I couldn't respond. Her hand was already like beginning to touch, like already hand to hair contact and then said, oh, like, is it okay if I touch it? Meanwhile, she's already touching and it's like, are you effing kidding me? No, you, there you was swear on here, Mike. By the way, I know. I tried just. There would be nothing that would stop me from hitting somebody. Like, don't touch me. I don't know you. Yeah, it was. If it wasn't in like a work adjacent context, I yeah would have probably like read her to filth. But... And shouldn't that be kind of socially known, especially for like what her field is? And yeah, what this particular woman's field was, I was. It's like, and especially considering she ran her own business and was like, ah, piss a lot of people off that way like, if you do something like oh that. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? And how many people I know when I posted about it were like, well, the one is like my one friend was like, people don't believe my eyelashes are real, so I've had people. Try, try to tug on my eyelashes. Ooh, fuck that. No. And I was like, I know that obviously there are racial undertones to mine that like are what makes it especially bad. But like, let somebody go near my fucking eyes. Like, yeah, don't, my hair yeah. is already bad enough and I'm already dreading being pregnant when that time comes because I don't want anybody touching my stomach without asking, Ugh. you know, any of that shit. I, don't, I already don't like when people like touch my arm. Like, you know, when people are like arm touchers when they talk to you. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate that shit. Um, no, but either way. So back to the just don't just keep your hands to yourself. Just yes. please, everybody right. out there, especially if you are a white person to a person of color. So she goes to touch his braid, stops herself, and he's but he's totally fine with it. I mean, obviously but, in like a flirting yeah, kind of situation, right? So she's like, "Oh, would you rock an afro for me?" And he goes, "I'd rock whatever you want." Oh, he's so sweet. He's so perfect. I love him. R.I.P. So next she's talking to White Boy and Onyx. And it's like a weird. I don't know. Basically just like she's like, oh, I feel a good vibe from both of you. And she talks about her third eye 
something and that they're both from Miami, whatever. Uh, this was my favorite conversation, obviously besides real, but Tango going like New York's like, okay, tell me a little bit about yourself. And he goes, first thing you got to know is New York's like that you're adorable. Mm-hmm. Cause I already know that. And he's like, am I really? And I'm like, what? Why are you so cute? And then I love that. he says the best line. <laughs> he says the best line, which is all these dudes are here to meet New York. I'm here to meet Tiffany. <sighs> What a dream boat. So <laughs> but also like yuck. I, I love it's it. It's so I don't cheesy know why, and I love it. And it's I'm uh, like if somebody were to say that to me, I would be like, get out of my face right now. Like because I can't handle so much positivity. I know. Right. Well, that's true. too. I'd be like, why are you? Being so so I'd be like, I need you to leave. Go pack up your bags. I need you to leave. I can't have you be this nice. Well, to it's me. like that scene in Trainwreck where like Amy Schumer's like, I don't know, where Bill Hader has to be like, no, we're dating. Oh, yeah. And she's no, like, what? I, What's happening here? <laughs> I just, I, I'd i be like, no, I can't have you being this nice to me when I'm going to inevitably be so mean to you at some point. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it won't be an accident. I will have probably been able to prevent it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Mike knows that all too well. I am an awful My person. Life. I'm not adorable. No. <laughs> right, no. It's like being mean is how I show people that I like them and I can't help it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I don't want people to be mean to me. They can be nice to me, but just be like, don't be overly nice. Right. <laughs> so it makes me uncomfortable. She then tells us that she's feeling a few of the guys, but a couple of the other ones are putting her to sleep. Ace is poor Ace. Because I'm like, on paper, he sounds incredible. So he talks a little yeah. bit about tennis, but also about his education, that he went to school for computer science and info in information systems with a psych minor. So all I can think is, oh, so he's rich now. Yeah. yeah, he makes mad like, money. He's he's got this. T Money goes on this whole thing about how he's never been in true love, uh, probably because he's looking too hard. Something about judging people. She's like, I'm fucking bored, you know, whatever. Which leads us into iconic line of the week. He has a, a green jacket on, bright pink shirt. Looking like a watermelon. And I'm wondering to myself, you think I like watermelon just because I'm black? That's awesome, though. I mean... It's clever. I, like, kind of low-key wonder if that's he why did he did... He did not do that as the Actually, reason. Actually, that's true. Come on. I don't know. You don't know. No. It seems really... It seems like he's not that clever to come up with that. Exactly. I don't But... I don't know. Maybe he did, and it's still really shitty. And that that line is really iconic, and I love it. But yeah, no, the way because she's like dead serious about it too. I think that he thought that. I think he just thought that that looked nice. Because remember, like that early that like 2007's fashion was all about like the weird neon colors, but yes. like with polo. It definitely shirts. was mm-hmm. a popular color scheme. Like I yeah. I can remember in particular. I don't know if. I, I didn't own it, but I remember it was like a popular thing in the time to have those striped polos and the rugby shirts. Yep. And that was a popular color combo on those shirts for sure. Like the yep. AK colors. I had like a like an electric turquoise um, polo shirt. And it was like one of my favorite polo shirts ever I'm in like ready 2006. For, I'm ready for the polos to come so back, you, honestly. I said that last too. week too yeah. about... Um, about Delicious's Why dress not start for the reunion. It. Just do it. I don't have that kind of range or talent. Listen, we're that's not the kind of people that we are. Yeah, no, I'm not a I'm not here for that. We're not fashion trendsetters. No. That's- 
So I'm, I buy what's on sale at like H&M and Old Navy. Like that. Yeah. That's the extent Or like of my some fashion. like black t-shirts on Amazon for like five bucks. There you yes. go. It's great. Multi-packs. Yeah. So it's great. Love it. She's basically trying to break away from tea money in this moment but she's happy her mom's here because she helps her she's gonna help her figure out who's best so then we just get a series of sister patterson uh asking people if they're gay so (laughs) yeah with prefacing it by going i'm with gay pride i'm with the program but not for my daughter which you know i get like you want your child to be with somebody who's attracted to them but that also sexuality is a spectrum and just because somebody's attracted to men doesn't mean they're not necessarily attracted to women and all that jazz Uh, she goes some of them they had a touch of gay cut to Rico who interestingly like I mentioned uh, later was doing it wasn't technically gay for pay it was like jerk off videos that end up on gay websites hey he's gonna make money yeah. yeah no hey listen i'm not judging however you want to make your coins yeah no i'm not yeah we're not saying that you're judging it's just like hey yeah we get it you got to make money yeah and like i mean get those coins yes yeah so she then says um something about them being undercover gay and yeah you know i can tell a gay person like she can she's she has she's, great her gaydar gay, her gaydar is popping apparently she then um, asks Rico in another scene if he's gay. Well, she asks Bones first, uh, then Rico, and then he says no, just like normal, like, no, I'm not. And she goes, how do you know? And he's like, what do you mean? How do I know? And she's like, just answer the question, which is like, yeah, that was aggressive. It was a valid cl- clarification that he needed. Uh, she then turns 12 to- packs. 12 packs answer was a little bit like mm, no I mean, one's well, judging so you dude I, like I said but it makes sense in the context of knowing that he works in a gay cl- yeah. club absolutely not I was like mm. yeah no it was like a weird I don't we know won't, we won't judge you 12 pack it's okay because well, he does say like at the end of the questioning he goes I get that all the time it's like I wonder why he and got a that drunk, and it was like also yeah. during and then this he's time like, I bet you yeah, he's like, I bet you I could have sex with Chamo tonight if I wanted, but like, blah, blah, blah. And I was well, just I like, please do not put Chamo in that position. I think that he knows that he has the range, like basically because he knows that I think what it was is he was smart enough to realize that like, oh, men also find me attractive. I am confident enough in my sexuality or gay. We don't know. But like as, for all intents and purposes, assuming that he's straight because he presents as he presents himself as straight he's smart enough to be like okay you're if you find me attractive and i can make money being attractive to you i'm secure enough in my heterosexuality and my masculinity to do this like he was you know ally icon i guess (laughs) 12 pack Sure. Yeah. But also, like, because the thing is, at this point, too, don't forget that, like, in 2007, if you did any sort of self-care as a man, you were considered Yeah. You like, Metro. Yeah. And then yeah. it was weird because then they, like, made fun of you for that. And it's like, well, now dudes are out getting pedicures all the time. Well, it was because great. of this time. Like, all the walls got yeah. broken down. I remember... One of the best lines from the James Franco roast was from Aziz Ansari, who, like, basically they spent everybody who was on the James Franco roast was just shitting on James Franco for, like, 
oh, you like literature and all this stuff and like you take baths and like you're such a pretty boy and Aziz Ansari's like roast to everybody else was like so are you really like trying to say that you're superior because you don't fucking shower Mm -hmm. like you're getting on him for like being cultured and grooming like is that really the hill you want to die on (laughs) I was like Mm -hmm. that's a very good point so Actually, she comes in before she talks to 12 Pack. She talks to Wood and if asks if he's ever had a man to come on to him or if a man's ever tried to get with him. And he goes, no, I don't play that. It's like, yikes. yeah, that was really yikes. Yikes. As our friend TJ would say, yikes on bikes. Yikes on bikes. <laughs> I love when she says that. I love that's one of my favorite. Yikes. I love that expression. That's, it's so Me good. too. Shout out to TJ. Hey. So. Yo. So, yeah, so then it's a whole conversation with 12 Pack. Uh, she asks who does his eyebrows, which is kind of her shady segue into asking him if he's gay. And he's like, oh, I tweezed them myself. And she's like, oh, you did a good job. By the way, have you slept with any men? Like, literally, <laughs> that's the segue. Oh, my God. So he laughs she, and yeah. is like, no. But I mean, I guess that, that's all. It all came across as like being confident enough in your masculinity to be like, I could see why you could think that, but I'm not. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So she's like, have you ever had the opportunity to sleep with gay men? And he goes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was such a good answer. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, it's as honest like, as it gets. Right. Yeah. Like, so he's, you know, he's he's attractive or the, to somebody and like approachable for all intents and purposes. Like he's not, a, he's the kind of, he's the way you would want a straight guy to react in that situation. Which is like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. So she says, so Sister Patterson in her talking head is like, he tweezes his eyebrows, and even though he's got buff shoulders and arms, the rest of him is very silhouettish, like a woman, so that means he's got to be gay. Yeah. And she's like, well, let's talk about the fact that you haven't had, that you've had opportunities. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could sleep with Chamo tonight if I wanted, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she goes, oh, so you find Chamo attractive? And 12-pack in his talking head is like, she's really on this gay shit, but like... You know, what is it? Maybe she thinks I'm attracted to men because girls think I'm so attractive, attractive that they're so good looking that they're scared to even approach me. Oh, yeah. So he's got high confidence. Ultimately, uh, Mr. Boston pulls Sister Patterson away and 12 packs kind of relieved to get the spotlight off of him. And he goes everywhere I go, I get called out on being gay. Yeah. And I, I like the point that you bring up that, like, maybe he's just really comfortable in you know his sexuality and just and also in just himself where that doesn't really it doesn't seem like it bothers him well because like somebody saying like are people attracted to you isn't really yeah. a statement about your sexuality at all exactly he's smart enough to know that whereas like most people in this time i mean obviously it's still something people deal with like some like all the fragile masculinity stuff is something we're constantly trying to dismantle but he was kind of ahead of his time and being like you know, it doesn't bother me because I know that I'm not. And that's all yeah. that matters. The mixer continues. So New York is talking to Pootie. This was the weirdest thing where he said he was a bricklayer, bricklayer by day and male servant by night. So the oh, music, yeah. the music sets up for this really dramatic reaction. But she just goes, what's a male servant? And he goes, a male servant is a male servant. Catering to women's every wants and needs. Yeah, but I was like, he, you answered the definition with the, the question with the with what word, it is. Yeah. 
So New York's like, okay, like, that's great. I just, like, want to know, like, are you having sex with them or not? Nah? Like, or your stripper was the first. Yeah. Well, well, she says in her talking head, like, is he a gigolo? Yes. So he says he does, like, massages, mani-pedis. But then, like, she's like, oh, are you a stripper? He's like, no. Like, oh, I'm sorry that it was such an implausible, like, it was such a My reach. Yeah. It was not that much of a reach. It's and then, well, she goes, well, then this was the weirdest conversation because she goes, like, oh, so do panties stay on or off? And she goes, oh, on, because I'm going to treat you like a respectful lady. She goes, no, I mean, like, your clients. Uh, and he goes, yeah. oh, no, I mean, like, I'm an adventurous guy, whatever they want to do. And it's like, what did you think she meant? Yeah. That she was like, that she just apropos of nothing was like, do you want me to take my underwear off? Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think for once that New York was asking about. I think she was just asking like, "Hey, how gross do you get with your clients?" Yeah, which is pretty normal. That opportunity to say that he's a Scorpio, which I'm like explains a lot. Yeah, and then she says that he's got a couple of screws loose, but he's fine. Yeah, no, no, and it's like no, Mama. If you say if your initial reaction is he has a couple of screws loose, guess who you're not going out with? Yeah. Yeah, and that's not to say, like, there's anything wrong with dating somebody with mental illness no. or any of that. I know, I not that I thought that that's what you were saying, but just to clarify no. for anybody out there, that's not what we're saying. It's like if you're presenting as like being, first of all, screaming at somebody, you putting a hurting on my penis. Yeah. Uh, mm. that needs to be reined in like a lot. Yep. So you know, just that. I'm just saying, you know. Obviously, there's it's a it's a tact thing. Yeah, just a bad. There's a time and a place to yell. You're putting a hurting on my penis. So, and it's not in a group of people with somebody's mom present. Yes, definitely not. (laughs) When you just met them several hours earlier. (laughs) Yes. New York goes over and talks to Wood on some lawn chairs, not wooden lawn chairs. Uh, so she says, you know, like, listen, I am looking for a guy who's honest. Who's not going to bullshit me. So like, what's the deal? Like, where do I know you from? And he says, I have been on a reality show before called Mr. Romance. And she's like, cool. Been on any other shows? Like, is that it? And he goes, well, I've been on some talk show. Like, I've, you know, it's not my first time being in front of camera. Like, I was on talk shows and stuff, too. And she goes, okay, well, what talk shows? And he goes, well, there was a limit date, which it's like, so it's a date another dating yeah, that, reality that's not a show. talk show and like i guess look, he no, says look, some, look at the fucking title yeah like new york is Come straight on. up like you consider that a talk show and he's like oh well i guess you wouldn't consider that a talk show actually he's from new jersey too he's from oh really the oranges i think oh wow so yeah it's apparently a couple dudes from jersey here so that's weird how that worked out yeah she ultimately clarifies that it's his would be his fourth on camera love moment and she's like and he's oh. like yeah i guess it is and they're both like ha 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 and but she does say in her talking head that she can't help but admire his looks and respect his honesty sis he is here to pl- he's like here to play a game i mean oh, she yeah does, he wants to be on the show spoiler alert she does but, eliminate him but yeah. like you know just but also like it it upsets me there because she's getting all mad at him and i get it that it's her show but it's like well you were also just in love with somebody and you just said that you couldn't live without flavor Flav. and then you know what i mean touche mm-hmm. not enough people throw so, that back in her face i mean as far as i remember nobody throws that back in her face but they could yeah too. I would. I would be like, well, I mean, how do we know that you're over that guy? Because you were 
you were Mrs. Flavor Flav. You want to be Mrs. Flavor. You demanded it to be so, right? You were, yeah, you were shouting it out. Maybe that doesn't track because it's like you could see, first of all, you could see why she would have actively tried to move on because he embarrassed her twice on national television, but also because it's like less plausible that somebody would be attracted to Flavor Flav, period. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, that is a perfectly good point. I think I think New York's red flag meter is off. Oh yeah, but she admitted that she's in her early twenties and she's like offended that people aren't there for her. And it's like, well, you were on a reality TV show as well, right? We're and here you because of currently. you. You being willing to put aside a lot of bullshit to be with somebody because they were yes. famous or whatever. Exactly. Twice. Twice. Yeah. So up next we have Sister Patterson talking to Mr. Boston. I love that. And him. when she asks him if he has any kids, he responds with, No, I have a twin brother. <laughs> what, He's what, so good. Was it that smooth? Yes. I was like, no, no kids. I have a twin I have brother. A twin brother here in LA. Yeah. Yep. Identical twin, I think he Identi- said too. And she said identical, he said, Yep. I cannot imagine what Please. two of that would look like. But well, I uh uh, well, yeah, no, well, he's like straight up going through puberty uh, in this moment. Like you would think that yes, it was like he really is. She's literally is like sweating. holding him at gunpoint. Well, I mean, so Sister Patterson straight well, up asks I mean, him. <laughs> I'm just gonna do JFK. Whenever Please do not. Uh, Sister Patterson asks him, like, did you know that New York was black, by the way? And he says, yes, and it's perfectly okay with me. And <laughs> he says he's not racist at all. It's the 21st century, and most people don't have any prejudice against interracial couples. I well, then the baby comes in too. Respectfully disagree. Yeah, but you no, know. he's just yeah, he's just stupid. Well, I mean, Talk right? Well, this to. is before in this 2019. Is... It's still bad. Yeah. No, we still get looks. You got looks here and there. I mean, like we're we're in a pretty liberalish area, yes. so we don't obviously you'll, get a ton of hate. You'll get the like, like you don't want to say stereotypical things with it, but you'll get the people that look like and I don't want to say like redneck, but you get that vibe. And you look, and they're yeah. the ones that look, and they look angry at you, and you're just kind of like, well, like we skipped, we were problem? gonna go to a place today, but like part of the reason we second guessed going was because the last time we went, like the woman, the did, gave us, was gave nice us to, really, she was nice to me, she was really nice to, but she my, was mean to Sonia, and there were it, nothing was said, nothing happened. It was I used to work in like, restaurants. I am a dream patron at a restaurant. I will literally not complain. For just about yeah. anything, it, but either way, and every other person in there was also white. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was a very. It's basically it was. This place was in the same town where the Real Housewives of New Jersey is based out of. To give you an idea of how white it is, so then they start speculating about if a baby, if New York and Mister Boston were to have a baby, if it would pass for white or pass oh, no, for they- black. It was just straight up. They both said like it would be white passing, and then his. It'd, it'd be like you Derek have no Jeter way to Yankees. know that though. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You have yeah. literally no way to know. And no, you have no way of knowing yeah. that. But I did love. I mean, like, I, as problematic as it is, like for him to be like the Derek, the baby Jeter. would look like Derek Jeter yeah. from the Yankees, and she got a kick out oh of that. God. She started laughing. I know that was it is, funny. It was. It's and then problematic, yeah, she told but him to get a drink. Well, because she could tell that he was so nervous, so she's like, "Just okay, just go get some." Right, you're like you're doing your best, and you know he was he was certainly trying hard, yeah, and it was sincere. 
yeah. I believe. He didn't so, seem like he meant anything bad. Right. And just, I mean, even in general, like their interaction across the board, even before race came into it, was like a sincere yeah. interaction. So she straight up says, like, I don't think he's a racist, but I don't also think he's ever been around black people, which, I mean, if you know anything That's, about Boston tracks. That is the vibe <laughs> I get from him as well. I mean, Boston's a wild, segregated city. Yes. Like, he, he really seems like he's. Probably not racist, but he doesn't. Side know what note: to If you say. haven't listened to the two-parter on the dollop about the Boston busing scenarios, just listen to it if you've got the time because it's funny. Up next, uh, Twelve Pack strips down into. I don't know. I didn't know what to call them because it wasn't quite I a, speedo. It was a speedo. I mean, but it yeah, wasn't it like, like a, a speedo suit. the way I imagined a speedo. You it know? was like, like a boy it, short speedo. Yes. So he takes he off his, his shirt underwear. and jeans. Well, I mean, it didn't look like underwear. I mean, it could, I guess it could have been underwear, right? It looked like a ba- it looked like a bathing suit material. Right. Yeah, it did, and it looked like it had drawstrings too. But um, yeah, I thought I saw drawstrings on there. New York's like super impressed by his bod, and you know, she actually tells Chamo to hop in with him because she won't swim, and then goes into this whole thing about her hair and like it's Indian it's real hair, hair. real Indian, Indian hair. hair. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, she, she doesn't want to look like a broom. Right. She was also impressed uh, not only by his actual appearance, but that he was the first one to really be confident enough in his body to like strip down and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. This is when things get really fucking awkward. Uh, oh, yeah. So New York is talking to Rico now and says that she's really interested in him and she's got and Rico's like, oh, I've got so many guys chatting her up. I like really want to make an impression. So they're in this group of guys, obviously, and he's like, hey, uh, can I give you a nickname? Like, can we give you a nickname? And she's like, she is, by the way, pretty drunk at this point. Is like, yeah. Hey, now, like, I don't I think so. I wrote down how many glasses of wine do we think that she's had? <laughs> oh, she looks wine drunk as fuck. Like, yeah. wine drunk in particular. Just mm-hmm. wasted. So he's like, well, can I give you a nickname? And she's like, and he's like, no, no, no. It's a good one. It's a good one. I swear. And now, mind you, also, you can kind of tell throughout this interaction and through his talking heads later that English is not his first language, which explains the um, culture clash that occurs next. He wants to call her Mi Negrita. And she's trying, which also, side note, does not get enough credit, that she's trying to pronounce it. And he's like, listen, listen. And she's like, I'm listening. Like, what are you doing? So, so like, whatever. So he goes, oh, it means, like, my little black girl, like, my beautiful, like, little black girl. Like, it's uh, supposed to be a term of endearment, ultimately. And she loses it. Because, like, you can tell in her mind, like, as it's kind of developing or somebody's kind of talking in her ear that she's making the connection of negro, negro, n-word. Like, she's, like, doing the math in her head. Doesn't she ask him? Like, she says, like, what does it mean? Well, she said, well, she asks him. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is that he asked her. Well, I'm saying that, like, because she doesn't know Spanish, it sounds like, or Latin, in her mind uh she doesn't know it so she she's not like making the connection when you don't have a frame of reference that uh, negro yes. and negro and yeah. those all come together so she's like fuck this he disrespected me and he's like shook that she took it this way yeah he looked his his reaction was one of genuine shock like he yeah 
he was he it, yeah I yeah. was like oof not a not a good time to bring it up no no it was no just this culture. could have been sold in a completely different package at a different time not yeah. when she's wine drunk and I tried to get an answer for this but I was a hack and asked it way too late but anybody out there who any of our Latinx listeners if you could kind of clarify like I obviously can tell that he didn't mean it condescendingly or anything like that but like I guess like some clarification well, on if it's considered like a term of endearment. So, oh wait, hold on. So, shout out to my friend Alex who wrote this doesn't have a simple answer. My mom's nickname is Negra Negri Negrita. It's definitely always said to her in an endearing way, but this issue gets complicated on a broader level given anti-black attitudes from non-black Latinx people. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. So, from what I'm understanding, and I had I've had a couple of friends um, in the Latinx community. They call people like, they, like if you're like a bigger person, they might call you gordo. Yeah, and like they're like kind a, of like. It seems like there's a lack of chill about like if there's but a feature I didn't about know, you. And I also wrote that down because I didn't know if that extended to that because like you could call, you know, a, a little kid like you could call a little kid like gordito. And then it's fine because he's like a little fat kid. Yeah, but like I, I feel like, like it's kind of the same. Th- I mean, uh, we're not necessarily in a place to speculate, but I mean, it's kind of sounds no, no, like we're not, on the money. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's definitely like I could. So also I would kind of be offended as a grown I, yeah. woman to be called like a little girl in any context. Like that would be yes. the part that would bother me more personally than the black thing. But I also get why she's upset. Especially yeah. if you don't understand, like, a, if you're not, like, aware of a, glo- a more global context and, like, how those things might be. And also if you're wine drunk. Right. Um, also, it's way easier mm-hmm. to get offended about anything if yeah. you're I, wine drunk. So. I did love her reaction afterwards because Chamo, and I'm, I don't mean to step oh, on wait, your Oh, wait, no, wait. Well, let's put a pin in this because I love, I love that conversation that they have. So then next, she's off talking to romance. Uh <laughs> He goes, hi, how you doing? First, I want to let you know that what happened to Princess was tragic. It really was. So he explains to us in his talking head that she fell down the stairs and she broke her neck and it was the worst tragedy I've ever had in my life. Now, listen, I'm not laughing. That's I'm not laughing at how the dog died. That is awful. No. I'm just laughing that he has no awareness of how ridiculous he sounds by like bringing this up when he's trying to seduce her. Like, you know, how you're not about. supposed to talk about exes too much, like, especially in early dates with people. But, like, definitely bringing up your dog that just died is, like, a lot. Like, what I'm not saying yeah. keep it to yourself, but, like, if that's going to be the only conversation you want to have with somebody, wrap it up. Also, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of a charmed life if that's the worst. If you're, like, in your 20s and that's, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, it's exactly. got to be pretty traumatic. I sound really cold-hearted. I do love animals, but, like... I do know. you? I, I know. I, huh? I, sound, I sound not great right now. So well, they're having this conversation about Princess, and she kind of interrupts him and shows us her boob tattoo that does say Princess. And he's mm-hmm. like, that's why we're meant to be. God only gives me signs. And she's like, in her talking head, she's like, listen... 
it's really tragic that this dog died, but like I am not gonna be your dog replacement, dude. Like I'm not your dog yeah. reincarnated. Like what is happening? And so then he goes on this whole thing where he's like, you know, there's money, fame, but no one can buy a heart, and that's what I have for you. Uh, I'll be with you until the end. And New York is like, I just think he's like again, like you we were saying before, like she's taking these red flags and being like, I think he's really great and. Uh, but you well, can tell yeah, she what she does is like so she has an instinct where she's like, OK, this is bad. I don't like this. He seems loony. But since he's being so open and honest, she's like, well, I like how vulnerable he's being. And it's right. Like, no, no. It's like, no, these Your are first all instinct was good. Bad things. So she is. You can tell this is the point where I was like, oh, she's fucking wasted, wasted because she's oh, yeah. like because he's going on this whole thing about, you know, animal people have such big hearts. And she goes, I feel like we could go plant trees together or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I and just feel I like that's something that... I would say if I was drunk. <laughs> Okay, but Mike, if if somebody said to you that you seem like somebody that you could go plant trees with, do you think that person wants to fuck you? No. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good point. She's Good point. just friend zoned him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of friend zoned himself. Yeah. Like he's, he one thousand percent. You're only going to talk about your himself. dead dog to me, like. So there was this time in college where I introduced myself to this guy, and he said, "I told him my name was Sonia," and he was like, "That's my grandma's name," and I was like, "Okay." Oh. And then so all night I was like trying to have like regular conversations with him. But the drunker he got, the more he kept bringing it up to the point that he was like he got wasted and was like, can I call you Oma? And I'm like, I have to leave. And I told his friends to tell him, like, I've never seen someone. Why did you continue talking to him after that? Oh, no, that conversation was because well, because at first he's like, oh, that's my grandma's name. I'm like, oh, that's a normal conversation to have. Like to just be like, oh, that's interesting. You have the same name as my brother. Like, like name things aren't going to necessarily hold me back it's just was like when he kept harping on it like yeah. that's yeah. when i'm like no that's thank you, you yeah don't be weird right don't make it weird so yeah. then we go to sister patterson and token which i was like it took me forever to remember his name like i had to go back to the list of so the forgettable so Sister Patterson is sitting with a group of guys and Token is one of them. And he's like, yeah, like, I think that some of these guys are really here for her. But I think that some of them are fake. And Sister Patterson's like, OK, well, how can you tell? And he goes, keep an eye out for anybody. And this is actually pretty good advice for this yeah. era of people not being super aware of how reality TV works. He's like, keep an eye out for like, f- like, keep an eye out for the cameras and see who's following them. And, and who's fighting as soon as the cameras come get them, yeah. Yeah. So he calls out Chance in particular, saying he's filling up with liquid courage. and But then Token does make the mistake of doing the infamous, like, I'm not, I'm just going to sit back and, like, wait for my time. She's obviously, like, being pulled in a lot of directions and I'm not going to, whatever. So Sister Patterson's, like, that she really appreciates it. And she says in her talking head, like, I I appreciate that he's my little spy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, <sighs> so Sister Patterson is sitting down with romance, and well, this part of the conversation cracked me up because she's like, he's like, oh, you remind me of my mother, and she's like, okay, how? And he's like, oh my god, yeah. you just like her. You're spitting, not spitting. You're, you're one hundred percent straight yeah, he, to yeah, the teeth. There you go. Yeah. And he goes, and she asks, of course, like what I'm thinking in my head. It's like, so she's black? Like, what do you, I need you to be more specific. That yeah, was funny. Was it the part where Sister Patterson was asking if you were gay? 
Yeah, like, does she go around just, like, grilling people? Does your mom, did your mom ask you if you were gay a lot? <laughs> I mean, right. He's like, oh, my mom just texted me. Hey, are you gay? Are you gay yet? <laughs> uh, so they're having a conversation. He's talking about his dad or something. And then Chance is wasted and pulls up a chair. And she turns him and she's like, we're having a private conversation. Now, she must have just taken a drag of her cigarette and kind of started talking to him and the smoke was coming out of her mouth and nose but chance has this they dramatic also digitally put it yeah in. they digitally oh, make man. it look like yeah. she's actively blowing smoke in his face and chance is like <laughs> and it turns into a whole thing so oh, yeah. they both really overreacted oh the two of this. them together i was like so bored through this whole sequence because yep. she always does the most anyway and he's obviously somebody who does as well and but he's, drunk. he's wasted so you know it just turned into a whole thing i'll Although, try to condense it it's very easy all they do is yell at each other to shut up non-stop the guys try to calm yep. him down but I love the one thing I love that he says. He's like, it doesn't matter who it is. If they disrespect you, he's like, someone's grandma, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. It's like, they disrespect you. You tell them they disrespected you in a good manner. <laughs> I'm like, this dude's been going off on her yeah. nonstop. You're going to say this is a good manner? It's like he just snapped out of it after fucking 10 minutes. Well, he also pulls the flame lines a lot. Again, not helping his cause that he's like, oh, I've only got love for you. He says mm. that a lot. He keeps saying that about her. Like, oh, I yeah. only have love for your mom. And it's like, eh, you're being like a lot. So the guys are yeah, too much increasingly mm -hmm. more and more kind of getting involved and but then he kind of slips into this thing like, "Oh, but I'm only interested in your daughter," but then goes back into the "I'm here for both of you" type thing and he's feeling like he's being really disrespected. It's it's like he's like gaslighting. Yeah, but also it was just a like, misunderstanding. I she feel didn't, like I'm sure it's she didn't mean to blow that in his face gaslighting. Like, like I think that he's drunk and has ADHD, and yep. as somebody who is like currently unmedicated on ADHD, I forgot like how bad my memory can be, especially if I'm in like a frenzied kind of state like that. Yeah, that like I am not fully aware of what's coming out of my mouth sometimes. And then especially if you're drinking on top of it, like so I'm not excusing the way he behaved because he obviously did way no. too much. And you shouldn't be coming at, you know, somebody's mother like that, especially if right. you're trying to date somebody like just all of it yeah. is not good. But like I could relate to it in a way. Um, yeah, you were just identifying that there may be an actual issue, I feel like. Yeah. So he and it definitely is coming across that he's feeling disrespected and you kind of see you even see you can only really see Tango do it. But I assume that the rest of them are doing it that you can straight up see Tango like laughing at him for being yeah. such a mess. Mm -hmm. So he's like yelling about feeling disrespected and she's telling him to shut up. Uh, he does at some point, y'all. This is L.A. This stallion is man. Ain't nobody blowing smoke in my face. And I'm like stallion is stallion is. So there, he does actually slip at one point into calling himself famous. So I guess that really must be his nickname. Yeah. Uh, and Sister Patterson walks away with White Boy, who starts being like a suck up and being like, "You deserve an apology." And she's like, "I don't want one. 
Like, which I thought yeah. was kind of awesome. She was like, I don't fucking want one. Like, I don't care, whatever. Well, it's not even like she deserves one. It's just that the situation was a misunderstanding and she was just as shitty as he was. Yeah. I think it just was kind of like his aggressiveness towards her that, like, I guess yeah. could... I mean, they both deserve to apologize to each other, to be honest. But... Yeah, so exactly. It's he's so ranting to the point that while the camera is on Sister Patterson and White Boy, you could hear him still yelling in the background. Well, he's being really yeah. loud. Yeah, he's being really insanely loud. So and also, oh yeah, White Boy is so gossipy. Yo, so I have that written in my notes where it's like he's like Sister Patterson's like, well, he just needs to go tonight, and he goes, so that's a free bed then. Like, and then just, yeah, like, sips wine. Like, literally, he's, like, sipping his wine, like, all devious. Like, you're a messy and, bitch who lives for drama. Yeah, and that's why I always contest that. I'm like, men are just as gossipy and love drama as ladies do. They just like the drama to be packaged differently. Because yes. men are just as gossipy. I think that there's, like, a certain amount of, like, I mean, so I certainly I think some guys enjoy it more than others. But there are plenty of moments, like, Mike's looking at me now, like, oh, I'm not one of those guys. But think about that time when Mike a friend no, who shall remain where, nameless was dating like a, a girl remember that time you texted me that he was dating the girl and she did the whole verse from what song was that Oh, the down with the sickness. Down thing. with the sickness. Yeah, and you yeah, were like, that's not she knows all the words. Gossip. That's, it was a little. That's gossipy. not like the obsession of watching like the it's, Real Housewives and like. But being that's not what we're saying. We're saying that it's like a scale that like as much as men are like, oh, I'm not into no, of drama. Course, every every. It's not even just men. every single person in the world loves some sort of drama in some way. Yeah. But there, you are right that there is a scale. I would say if it's a one to ten, I am someone who is much more on the one side. Closer to one, certainly. But you do enjoy some tea on occasion. If I'm not involved yeah. in it whatsoever. Yeah, then that's yes. what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong everybody with enjoying drama. The, everybody yeah. loves tea that they're not involved in. Yeah, no, that's the best kind of tea. Because yeah. I don't know. That's don't know. the best kind of tea. It's the best it's, kind of tea. Because then you can be like, not my problem. Yeah. And you can intervene. True. And you can make your like, well, they need to do this. And then they're doing it wrong. And then you can bitch. And then it's great. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't know how to live their lives. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's fun. So it's there. But he definitely is a messy bitch who lives for drama. Not Mike, the white mm-hmm. boy. Yes. Uh, not the white and not, boy. And Mike is also a white boy. But, but in not, case that hasn't yeah. been made abundantly clear. So People are like, what? Who? Uh, so after we come back from a commercial break, New York... <laughs> Basically trips on tea on tea money on her way out of the house. She's like stumbling and she goes, "Whoop, sorry," and just keeps walking right by him. So Sister Patterson pulls her aside and she's like, "Girl, we need to talk." She straight up says like she calls her girl, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. So at this point, it's it's to condense it. She's just like Chance needs to go. He was being so disrespectful, and New York's like, "Okay, but like, what if?" This was just the first night, and we need to give him a chance to see how things go. And Sister Patterson's like, "Nah." hard no so yeah new york says in her talking head i should listen to my mom she has been right about this kind of stuff but like i'm gonna talk to him and sort it out yeah. she talks to him and he's like listen i respect your mom whatever and she's like look i'm really feeling you i would just really appreciate it if you would go over and apologize and at first he's kind of like Ugh. but then he goes of course you know uh, yeah i'll do it and yep. New York's like, I'm basically sending him on a suicide mission. Like, she's mm-hmm. not going to, she doesn't give a shit yeah. if he's sorry or not. Like, she's not, my mom is done with him. That's that on that. So, I guess while they're waiting for an opening, 
New York is sitting with Chamo and Rico walks over and she's like, uh, uh-uh, no, like not interested. You know, you you dug your hole, whatever. And Chamo is trying to explain to her. He's like, it's it's basically a term of endearment. Like, it's like saying she, honey, your babies. He, he, so Chamo starts going in Latin countries and New York again. Shit faced goes, I'm not from Latin. Yeah. I'm not from Latin. So Chamo's like, listen, I talked to him about it. Because you can tell that Rico is very upset by this, that he really offended her and whatever. So he he's like, listen, I explained to him that it's unacceptable to say that kind of thing. Like, it doesn't really translate well in English. And he's sorry. And New York's like, whatever. Like, no thanks still. Yeah, I, I do love that she said, because I wrote this down, and I actually, I, I mean, considering the state that she's in, she said that this is the first time that she's hearing of this and that she's just, she just needs, you know, she needed some time to process it. And I was right. like, you know what? That's fair. And, but also it's kind of like one of those, like, you mean Miss of the World, New York? Like, you haven't yeah. heard of this? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe. Then we get to New York and Chance kind of standing off to the side and sister patterson walks by and he's like oh so that's your mom and she's like it is yeah so he admits in a talking head to being a little bit of a hot firecracker but for his own self-sanity he is down to apologize he goes about it in the worst way possible because she's like kind of turned around and he comes right up next to her like sneaky and so the fact that she turns around and literally has to bump into him, it's like you're not helping yourself by invading her personal space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. So it's not helping. He's trying to apologize. He's like, hey, listen. And she turns. I don't know if either of you have seen that video. It kind of became a meme on Twitter. It's like the guy on the subway standing young. Help, police, police, Help. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'll, I'll show you. I don't think you. I've seen it either. I'll send it to both of you. It's very funny. It's like a reaction gif. I don't really know the circumstances, but it's very funny. And that's all I could think because she's like, get away from me. Like she's in a parking lot and somebody approached her at night. Yeah. You know, like she's like, he's not going to hurt you. <laughs> like he just wants to have a conversation with you. I get that you don't want to have it, but you're doing a lot. So New York kind of shuffles her inside because obviously it's not going to work. And she says that there is no second chance chance yeah so it's time for a deliberation so new york and sister so many patterson chance I know, references a lot of chance episode. puns towards the end of the episode which i'm not looking forward to through the rest of the season so it's time for deliberations i'm kind of disappointed chamo isn't involved in delibs personally uh, agreed well, that's what she's there for. big rick was yeah yeah i mean but big rick was there to more be like yes boss whatever like yes man just like nodded his head but yeah yeah it's about it which i mean i get why they brought sister patterson back obviously because as interesting as new york is like it helps up the ante and you know obviously Mm -hmm. and i'm also very close with my mother i mean granted my mom's not a toxic monster but you know she i would want my mom's input on things is very important to me so i would definitely if i had a show like this have my mom involved but yeah same but it also kind of in the juxtaposition of Flav 
being by himself versus New York needing her mom kind of cuts her off at the knees a little bit like it kind of just makes her look like she's not capable of making this decision on her own obviously we know her judgment is not sound because she's willing to get involved with Flavor Flav at all yeah it it just seems like she's really young and she can't handle it you know but I mean she's like 25 at this point no I lied she's 24 she's 24 so it just seems like she should be able to do this on her own but I, I mean whatever when I was 24 I made terrible decisions too so yeah I mean right didn't we well I was dating Mike by then so I can't say that I did but either way prior <laughs> to this prior to this I did make some horrible decisions uh so as they're deliberating they start they don't go through everybody but they go through a select they focus on a few select people uh they start with 12 pack in New York's so like oh I like that he's like buff and sister Patterson's like so what he's an undercover gay lover Oh, my God. It's, like, problematic. Like, but why are you like this? So then they go to Rico, and they're talking about how they're hung up on the little black girl comment, which, again, valid to be concerned about, especially if you don't understand the broader context. It's, yeah. It is a loaded thing that does not translate well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, also, for, like I said, regardless of the black thing, the calling a grown woman a little girl is still demeaning. Like, that, yeah. that part would really irk me. Yeah, me too. Uh, then T-Bone, Sister Patterson calls him a keeper, and New York says, no way in hell. Actually, he's speaking so of, nice. Speaking of my mom, she's calling me right now. New York, T-Bone is so nice. I really he loved is. him. Oh, she, I he's thought a he nice was guy. Really great. I want to say she fucked up, but really, it's like if you're, in the words of Patty Stanger, the penis should do the picking, and if you're not really feeling him, you know, it's only going to get no, more I and mean, more challenging. No, I mean, you have to... At the end of the day, you have to be, I mean, it's it's wrong, but I mean, you're you're sexually attracted to whoever you're sexually attracted to. So, I mean, I fucking get it, but it just bums me out because T-Bone was a really nice guy. And I just, I was yeah, like, you hopefully know, he, he found happiness He's nice. with somebody who appreciates him. Yes, I hope as that, much as I, I hope that he on has. As before and saying he looks like the scariest Muppet, but. I know. I hope he has like cute grandkids and I hope he has a wonderful life. Yeah. He deserves, well, we assume, we don't know too much about him outside of this, but based on what we see here, he seems like a good enough guy. So New York uh, says that they're not really in agreement about the guys. I mean, like, this is pretty standard. Her mom wants her with somebody, like, stiff and serious, and she's, you know, looking for somebody a little bit more rough and tumble. Um, I forgot about that. I forgot that I must have skipped over that, that New York was saying about Chance, oh, my God, I'm going to have to find it. Because you brought it up early Hold on. Uh, The thing about Chance is that he's getting me going, getting my motor grinding. Uh, It's that he's a thug. He's not a fake thug. He's dangerous, wears baggy clothes, has a great face. He drinks a lot. And I like that. And I like that. It's like, "Mm, maybe dangerous. No, I've never. Drinks a lot? No, my mom has never fucking told me like when I was young like when I you know when you're looking for a partner she wasn't like find somebody who drinks a lot and then <laughs> you consider dangerous yeah so. yeah don't you don't want to consider your boyfriend or potential girlfriend or partner or whatever you don't want them to be dangerous like you no. want to a dangerous drunk adventurous maybe great yeah, he's a dangerous drunk <laughs> a dangerous drunk the most dangerous the combination of things like what the fuck uh, designated driver? Do you guys no. have a DD? A designated driver? No, a dangerous drunk. <laughs> I am as much the opposite as humanly possible. Uh, Wild card, bitches. 
So yeah, wild card. So uh, she says, uh, yeah, basically that her mom is like looking for somebody a little bit more serious for her while she kind of wants to have more fun. At this point, I kind of wondered to myself, I wondered what a a dating show with Hoops and her mom would be like (laughs) because they'd both have to be contestants and they'd have an age range of guys, which I feel like I kind of would enjoy. Yeah, me too. It would be messy and really problematic, but like... The idea that they, I mean, not them in particular, but um, a mother-daughter combination where it's like there's men the mom's age and there's men the daughter's age and they are just dating each other's people. In season two, doesn't Sister Patterson like want to date one of the guys in that? Uh, I think there's a couple that she over the course of the show is like, listen, if I was of age, you know... The mama's boys or whatever the hell they were. Yeah. I think something like that. Well, I remember that she hates Tango's mom. Because she calls her old. I I thought... Actually, I don't remember. I thought she liked Tango's stuff. mom. I don't remember No, she now. hated Tango's mom because she's an old lady. Because that's a reasonable oh, reason that's to right. hate somebody. Because uh, yeah. I remember Tango's mom being like, Tango's mom's really nice. Like, Yeah, what, they what? looked really sweet. So then there's like a kind of like a super cut where they're saying different things and over different faces of the guys. And I don't really I didn't really dwell on it just because we don't know if the feedback went with the person whose picture they're showing, although it kind of seemed like it did. But there was no sense. Yeah. In trying to assume. So then they obviously land on chance and uh, Sister Patterson calls him hell on wheels. And she says, if he stays, I'm not going to have anything to do with them. As they hug to be like, okay, like it's time to make the decision. Uh, Sister Patterson goes, make sure you get rid of that freaking idiot. So it is finally elimination time. Uh, Three hours later. (laughs) So far, we are now at the point where it's like, actually, because the episode itself is actually a full hour without Yeah, it's like an hour five or something. Yeah. Yeah. Was not aware of that. The additional like 13 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, some of that time is just like a this season on. Yes. But I mean, obviously, it is just still a longer episode in general. It, like, you know, the guys, they have the talking heads prior to the actual elimination ceremony. And 12 Pack is like, the only reason I might get eliminated is because uh, perhaps her mom thinks that I'm perhaps a perhaps gay a little bit. But if I don't go tonight, I'm going to be around for a long time, which it's like, that is true. Uh, yeah. Mr. Boston Just says, such a weird way to word that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be around for a long time. Well, like, no, just like saying, like, I'm perhaps gay a little bit. It's oh, like, right. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's Why that would you weird. say it like that? That is right. I know. Like, nothing that makes him sound like he's lying. It's just a weird <laughs> phrasing. So, Mr. Boston says he's nervous about eliminations and he's had a chance uh, with New York's mom, but he didn't actually get a chance to spend, didn't get a chance. Am I saying that right? That's how tired I am. Um, I d- he didn't get a chance to really spend time with New York herself. Sister Patterson comes out in like a silver kind of gown. New York comes out in this stunning gold dress. Her boobs yeah, look they were silver amazing. And gold. Amazing. Just Yo, she they, banging. they both look excellent, but New York in particular looks it's incredible. So Rico says, I hope she doesn't eliminate me because of what I said. And I hope I have a chance to explain to her, you know, what I meant. Chance in his talking head is basically just talking about how he doesn't like Mr. Boston. She tells them that uh, New York. So New York tells them that she appreciates them for coming out. 
but she has uh, five have to go tonight and goes into a whole sappy thing about how she's looking for true love and romance. And, you know, she hopes that the guy that she's meant to be with is here. So she gives them yeah. chains that say, I love New York. Let's see. So the first one to get a I keep wanting to call it a clock, but we're past that. The first one to get a chain is white boy. Interestingly. Mm-hmm. And also, she also calls them pieces at some point. Uh, I think she, she, I forgot, she did say pieces, but it was one of those where she, it was like a double entendre pieces. Like, it sounded oh, okay. like she meant okay. pieces like the necklace, but also calling them pieces. But I'm fine if she dehumanizes them because equality. Uh, then so shouldn't after, we hope that she says... Bodies pe- at no, some point? Oh. men or guys or... Eh, no, not really. Uh white boy is first Terrible. then tango then onyx real heat bones trends 12 pack pooty token these last couple i'm like what the fuck i get the token i forgot seeing him get his chain at all i same i forgot that he was like a person that existed on this show because I wrote down, I said, wait, where's Token? And then I was like, Token oh. looks like the kind of guy, so he's not dressed like spy. it, but he's got the face like the kind of guy who rants into his phone on in a truck. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, he's got that kind yeah. of face. Yeah, he really does. Uh, so, Token, Teaweed, Romance, uh, who obviously is crying in his talking head. That was Just upsetting. saying gibberish and crying about how they're meant to be and whatever. Then, no, the last couple are interesting. So she gives Rico a chain. She tells him she did a little research and she realized that he meant no harm. And in his talking head, he's like, I am never saying that to a black woman again. Like, when did she do this research? And she didn't do research. Chamo just talked to her and she didn't. She's like stubborn enough where I think probably in that moment she was like willing to consider it. But she's so drunk and wound up that she didn't have a chance to process it. And then she goes, I know which five I really want to get rid of. So I guess I have to keep. Right. I guess I have to keep. Yeah, exactly. So then she says, oh, so Mr. Boston at this point, because there are uh, one, two, seven people left. And Mr. Boston in his talking head goes, I believe uh, he says Chance should go home. If I go home, Chance should go home, too, because he's the biggest R word here out of all 20 of us. Yeah. I was like, Mr. Boston, my man. Yeah, no, it's, oh my God. He was, I, everything that came out of his mouth, I was like, what are you doing? Like, I know it was the 2000s and that people were still, like, saying really problematic shit, but, like, ooh, everything you said was bad. Everything so, that he said was cringeworthy. Yeah. So, New York says that she's going to be blunt with everybody and that she likes a man with big balls. So, that's why she's going to give a chain to Mr. Boston. Indeed. (laughs) All right. Like, I don't need to know about your ball. If nothing else, for the comedy. Right. At the very Oh, I think it was like a guy with like. I know. I know. Because when he. She looks balls. When he um, is wearing that like thong. 
yes. thing. That was awesome. No, I think that definitely they saw some of that like same kind of Buck Wild, Goldie type. You know, yeah. like you're just an interesting person. We have to keep you on the show. And, you know, he meets Sister Patterson's criteria, which is like he was nice enough to her. He he's weird, but he's not dangerous. Like and he has a really good job. So, yeah, he's an accountant in case we didn't bring that up. Yes. Yeah. But he's like a fun accountant. Yeah. Well, he's, he's like, well, it's a boring job. And I mean, I'm boring, but I mean, I'm and I and I and I and she. Yeah. So he, yeah, one he chain to left. Be prepared. Yeah, one chain left. You knew we all knew where this was going. I mean, even if you hadn't watched the show before, you had to know where this was going. Yes. That they really she, made it seem like it was a nail biter. Yeah, they really tried to, but it was clear that it was not going to work out like yeah. that. She says she loves her mother dearly, but she's going to follow my heart. I'm going to follow my yes. heart and chance. Come here and get your chain, Sister Patterson loses yeah. her goddamn mind she goes are you kidding are you out of your mind like yeah. i'm not like and she's like yelling she's yelling at the exact same volume and energy in the talking head so it seems like a seamless transition that she's like yeah. she knows not to go against my word i don't know what's up with that but i want him out of here now <laughs> i love that that like yeah. western new york uh like hard midwestern adjacent accent that she like really leans into when she's angry Mm -hmm. yeah she that was too much yeah i mean it's a it's a severe overreaction to somebody just because you kind of got into an argument with them so he comes up and new york's like you better work it and he's like i'm gonna work it and they're both like super serious because this is all happening the same night so they're both drunk she's so dramatic with him in every single like she's like she's always telling him that he's on his last you know yeah i remember their whole relationship is just theatrics the way when she asked him to apologize to her mother, it sounded like they've been dating for a year and a half already. Like yeah. she's like, "Will you please just go apologize to my mother?" What's like, like for annoying love of God. is like as much as she's got so many really great options, they are like energy wise like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's yeah. in a lot of ways the male version of her. That's why real is perfect for her. Yeah. I know, I know. So he. She does actually make another chance pun again because she's like, because this might be your last chance. And then in his talking head, she's kind of going on about this whole he's going on about the same shit. You know, her mom just needs to see that I'm a genuine guy. And I I don't know. Like, basically, he's like, I don't know how she got this impression of me that I'm such a like bad guy. And it's like, maybe because you were yelling in her face. Mm -hmm. Like that might have something to do with it. Just a thought. He tries actually, which I was kind of impressed. He tries to approach Sister Patterson to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to try to like, let's try to work on things from here on out. And she's like, nope, nope, like won't even make eye contact with him. That's it. So the guys going home are Ace, Jersey, T-Bone, T-Money, and Wood. So thankfully we're down three T's. Mm hmm. And one that's good. bone. That's positive. One bone related name. The bone is a T. No, there's T bone and there's bones. Oh, yes. Bone, bone, One bones. bone related name. Yeah. One bone Jesus related Christ. name, one T related name. So, so thankfully. Mike. Yes. 
Um, on our last shows, we were talking about you know, the ladies being the contestants and whatever. And, you know, I'm sure you guys spoke with a lot of different ladies about, about you know, how these women are awful or not awful, but, like, they're awful. Uh-huh. Um, was it, like, embarrassing to you to see these dudes act like this? or That's a great like Because, you know, now... I'm embarrassed that I huh? didn't ask it, to be honest. Oh um, well, yeah, it was just like I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, Mike, you know, that's got to be weird. I mean, it's real... I- I think a lot of them did okay, I guess. Like, I don't okay. feel like they were too awful. Like, Chance going off, like, that's whatever. I feel like people have those kind of personalities sometimes. Um yeah. Outside of, like, the, pro- you know, people being like, oh, they called me gay, uh, you know, kind of stuff. I don't, yeah. I didn't feel that bad about it. I didn't feel too embarrassed. Okay. I didn't, I don't think, I mean, it's still very early. Um, right. But I don't think they really did too much to make men look horrible i mean certainly flav did flav Flav obviously flav based on this episode alone flav did more to make men look horrible but i think that there are also different implications where it's like i get so embarrassed watching those other shows like watching the flavor of love you feel like it's giving people like basically men who shit on women who like don't think very highly of women to begin with like yeah. this is reinforcing that stereotype i would honestly argue rock of love more so Oof. like yeah it was, based on was, what i've seen about that like it, it it basically just you look at it and kind of just go oh my god like this is why yeah these guys like these are the stereotypes that men think that women are See, and yep. i don't get that with this yeah because these guys men, don't seem like they're there's a lot more sociological stuff we could tap into for that but like true eh, we don't have we're already at over three hours so uh, maybe a bonus episode right because i know <laughs> we need like a sociologist on here to be like gender dynamics and like why we're feeling this way so so new york tells them that just because i love this just because you don't have a chain doesn't mean you didn't touch me you're just not good enough for me that was funny how she wore it. <laughs> like you thought she was gonna be like wrap it up really nicely, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm actually gonna say Instead something." Instead, they're being meaner. rude. That's why I think that the first five, when you're eliminating the first five, the first five should just be eliminated based off of like your gut instinct. You know, you're That's like, kind nah, of how I see seemed. myself. It seemed like she did that more or less. That she was just like, "Yeah, you didn't." But I mean, don't go through the whole party. Like, just be like, "Nah." I forgot on a show where I feel like they did that at some point, but I could be totally making that up. That it wasn't necessarily that instantaneous, but like it was like they eliminated somebody quickly. So I think it was Rock of Love, actually. I think that they eliminated like two people, two, three people. Because then that brought. uh, I want to say that I hope it was not, but. I think it was Rock of Love where they got rid of the two at the very beginning. Was it? I and then she showed back up I and am... she was like mad drunk. Oh yeah. my God. Like, how can you get rid of me? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think. Uh, she, oh my yeah. God. I, when I say that I'm not looking forward to covering that show, and there are three it, seasons of it, it's so upsetting. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to be so stressed. That whole time. Yeah, you're going to definitely need to, you know, take some preventative things for ulcers. <laughs> I'm not looking As forward I was, to it. As I was like, ugh, 
no. can't watch this. This is too like as sad. much as I'm literally looking forward to this. Like to I love New York. Like I'm as much the opposite. Not looking forward to. Well, I feel like with Flavor of Love and I Love New York, they know what their shows are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know that New York is in the motherfucking house. You just do. And there was and a lot more, like, she's star quality among the contestants that made it, like, yeah. okay, you're not really watching for Flav and his hope to find love. Like, you're watching these women be interesting. Like, they're interesting people. Whereas yeah. it seems like the Rock of Love women you're watching because you're, like, in to quote Marie Kondo, I love mess, you know? Well, yeah, like, Brett Michaels is boring. Scumbag. Like, yeah, he used to be, he used to be, you know, a, a rock star and everything, but, like, he's boring. Yeah, and makes Flavor is, like, Flav is like a, he's like a, he's a personality, he's a guy, he's a character, he's a gimmick. Right, at the very least, right, but, despite how terrible he is, he's at least got some entertaining elements to him, yeah. Brad Michaels has nothing. He just like used he to be. He was hot once and just loves to talk about having diabetes. Am I making yeah. it up? And I brought this up before. Am I making it up that at one point he makes it like a, a bonding moment between him on a one on one date with him and whoever he's with that he has to test his blood, has to do the like the the glucose test? No. I think he, I think he does do that. So I don't remember anything from it that just show. Was, it, it's so weird. It's weird that he like makes it like, wow, this is like a real bonding moment. Like, I mean, it's just something you have to do. Like, it's just, I don't know. So New York says in her talking head that one, like of the guys she eliminated, one is here for acting, wood. One was a fucking pansy, tea money. And one couldn't control his eye sockets. T-boat. I know, it was so mean. So then she said, the other two just weren't good enough for me, and they had to get the fuck up out of my place. She invites them all up for a hug. Jersey and his talking head goes, it was an experience. I'll just talk it up to that. <laughs> Would... I mean, that is a great way to Look sum at this it up. whole thing, right? Like, it's just, it's the way to do it. Yeah. So Jersey said in his talking head that it was an experience, uh, no, sorry, Jersey. Oh, no, I just said that. Uh, Wood said if they had the opportunity to sit down and marinate with one another, she would have got the opportunity to know the big man with the big heart. This broke my okay. heart. T-Bone was like, first of all, he comes up in her ear and was like, you know, like, I, I just want the best for you. And then says, like, in his thing, like, I want to give a piece of advice. There's a lot of gentlemen in there. Speak with your heart and not with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he was so nice. But then, like the producers, fucking shady editing. They zoom in on his eyes. Yeah, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Did you say eyes? I was mad at them. So, Sister Patterson, I appreciated this moment because this is something I would do. Where I, she turns to them and goes, um, "I enjoyed meeting all of you, but the next time I see you, can you just like look better?" Well, yeah, fucking 12-pack is wearing a track jacket with no shirt and I jeans. I know. That's the I'm picture. Like, what are we doing? That's the picture that's, like, you can tell that they got them all there. And I cropped it out of the picture that I'm going to make the cover photo for everything. But they take the picture the day they all get there in their whole outfits and whatever. There's no, like, fancy studio shot. It was clearly, like, producers were like, okay, everybody huddle in for a group shot. Because in the back of the picture, you can see everybody's suitcases and shit. 
Oh my god. It was like right when they were brought in before they even made it upstairs. There's suitcases in the back of the picture. Oh my god. So that's amazing. Chamo brings out the champagne and they all start chanting Chamo, Chamo. And he brings them out all the champagne and they cheers and that is the episode. Sarah, did you happen to see the bonus clip at the end? Um, I think I did. It's and- fucking weird. So what? Chance is wasted and he's telling he's telling Mr. Boston that he looks like George Bush. And I, you know, super fucking leftist that I am, was like kind of impressed that Mr. Boston was like, uh, I mean, no, but like if you call me any Democratic politicians, I won't be mad. And I was like, I did see this. I was like, OK, like I, I thought you were going to be like on some capitalist bullshit, but. I'm a little impressed. I mean, no, you might still I feel be, like but- I did see this. I feel, this is why I love Mr. Boston is because he is. Well, first of all, he does not think about anything that he says, which is an issue. But mm-hmm. um, the times that he does think about what he says, he's so funny. Yeah, no, like he's like he's really putting thought into this. So chance is wasted. And he's like, he goes, you know, I'll say whatever Democratic politician, whatever. And he goes, whatever you say, bruh. And Mr. Boston's yeah. like, yo, are you going to like, and this part, I kept trying to get the words down, but Tubi kept like cutting it off at a certain point that it was like, he's like, are you going to get changed? Because Chance is in a t-shirt and like a hat with a bandana and jeans or whatever. And Chance is like, nah. And he's like, are you sure? Like whatever. He's like, New York is mine. And Mr. Boston's <laughs> like, okay, but there are going to be a lot of studs down there. And Chance, I can't replicate his voice because my brain is shot but he's just like then let the studs be studs i love that how poetic and artistic he is yeah so that was the pilot of i love new york did everybody love it i loved it how could you not? I loved it. I missed it just as much as I thought that I would. Yeah. And I loved it just as much. Um, it was very good nostalgic feelings of ordering a Rosati's pizza and sitting there and making sure that I tell everybody on Monday nights, do not bother me. Yeah. I'm watching I Love New York. Oh, what good times. Sarah, tell us about your new book. Oh, God. Okay, I know I do this all the time, and James will be really mad at me. Um, So my books are called Small Potatoes, Mouthwatering Musings of a Misanthrope, and then Leftover Beef from a Lovable Curmudgeon. Um, They're just essays where I complain about, I guess, mostly food or, like, how people treat food. Um, And then just other things like going to the grocery store, everyday kind of dumb nuances. Like, um, I really think that there should be a, you know, I know in the ice rink, like when you go ice skating. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, like in the middle of the rink, there's like where like the the pros go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they like practice all their thing. There needs to be like a middle of the ice rink for the grocery store for people who know what the fuck they're doing at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm so sick and tired of everybody just wandering around, loosey-goosey, leaving their cart in the middle of the damn aisle, and you're like, listen, I just want to get some two-for-four rigatoni, and you're in my way. Yeah, there should be, like, 
an express process but they're also like and i don't know if this is maybe just because the grocery we go grocery store we go to sucks that like there should be a thing on your phone that tells you what if you're looking for like a specific item like i know obviously Mm -hmm. it's like if you know if you're looking for pasta you can go up to that thing at the end of the aisle there's like obviously the signs and there's a thing at the end of like every other aisle or whatever that's like more or less a an index but like why isn't there a thing that i can't go onto the app and be like okay i need to look exactly for this kind of item and yep give me at least the aisle number mm-hmm. i always try to i always think that i should be able to google what's where where i can find it in where, the store where is it because i th- yeah. nothing pisses me off more when i'm looking for something very specific than being like yeah, and when they around. change around the damn grocery store, you're like, no, 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 Especially no. I just memorized this layout. You don't need to buy that often that it's like, okay, but why am I so, why? Like, why yeah. am I, why is it in this aisle when it could be in this aisle? It's it's always baking things I feel like that happens with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and then, the one course, that I always complain my, about. Our supermarket puts seafood, the frozen seafood by the fresh seafood instead of with the frozen stuff. So I missed it two different times when i went in there but that's mostly what my what you guys just heard me complaining about for like 30 seconds is it's that's what the whole book is is it's basically just like little things that just upset me to no end for no reason um i'm not gonna do anything about it but i just want to bitch about it (laughs) no i mean bitch away we love it It, yeah it's but it's great they're both on Amazon. Um, I just recently learned that somebody forgot what my name was, like my last name, and um, they forgot what the title of my book was. So they just typed in Sarah Potatoes and it popped up. So if you don't want to memorize my name or my my book title, just type in Sarah Potatoes. That's, That's awesome. amazing. What a great That's what all a great I've wanted in my life. <laughs> like to be made. Yeah. Oh, and I realized we forgot so, to ask. Oh, sorry. No, keep, keep going. Well, I was, I was going to say that. So, yeah, if you want to find that there, it's on Amazon. But that was it. Yeah. I forgot. We we forgot to do our famous question. Oh. Oh, it's famous? I'm Famous to me. <laughs> it's a chance? Oh, that would be, if you could, Sarah, is, do you agree with who went home? Is there anyone you would have swapped? Oh, um, I definitely would have taken romance out. Romance needs to stay. He's fucking bonkers. He's bonkers, but I also think he's like a dangerous crazy. Like he's yeah. like really unstable. Like just dangerous to himself. I don't think he's gonna do anything weird. I mean, to other people, he might try to do some sort of weird ritual and try to turn like, uh, yeah, because he gets weird with New York's dog. dog later. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. Yeah, there's definitely some sketchiness, but I enjoy watching. I I forgot until like they did that like coming up this season and there's a scene where he tries to fight 12 pack like in front of New York. Oh, yeah. And she's like laugh. He's laughing his ass off. Like that, I that. Yeah. He's got issues. That's yeah. I love it. But no, I don't I don't know who I would replace romance with. I felt like the five that went home. Um, that, that I mean, obviously, I didn't even remember token. So he should go. Um, oh, no, he's here. Just kidding. He didn't go. Wow. See, I don't even <laughs> remember him. Um, but no, it's just like, I don't think I would replace anybody with romance, but I just feel like romance needs to leave sooner rather than later. Yes. Is my opinion. I'm pretty sure he does, but I don't remember Yeah, he does. When. He leaves in a couple episodes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, 
thank you so much for having me again. Oh this my was God. so much fun. Always a joy. Um, always a pleasure. Always a joy. And uh, if you guys can, please uh, buy my book. It's available on Kindle as well. Uh, Small Potatoes. Um, listen to Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports. And also just get yourself screened for colon cancer, okay? Yes. Because that's how we should wrap real. up these episodes. Like that's how Bob Barker wrapped up every episode. Of, well, I guess Drew Carey does it now, too, of The Price is Right with like spay and neuter. Like, Get checked for colon cancer. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm. I think Real would have been a really great partner for New York. Yeah. They would have. I would have liked to see how things would have worked out for them. Yeah. How things could have been. Aw. Well, this is like twice in two days because we just recorded an episode of the Smush Room podcast talking about Glee in particular, uh, Corey Monteith and Leah Michelle and Finn yeah. and Rachel and just like how sad that was and how about how the ending of that yeah. show like when he, the episode that he that is the tribute episode it was like when rachel talks about uh like how she imagined their lives together like that was how the show was supposed to end but then Aww. he died and it's really sad so on that super sad note, I am so sorry to bring the whole mood down. <laughs> Say like, geez. Uh, you can find our show at on Facebook at oh my god, I like every Rewind fucking time, every fucking time. Rewind the Love Podcast on Facebook at Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Sonia Marie says. You can find me at Mister Feeny five one nine. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Sarah, I only have one question. Do you have love for New York? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, where was that energy from all of the guys? But yeah, so. yeah. There you go. Well, they were chanting. But anyway, thank you, everyone, again, for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Five stars. Tell friends who don't suck. Share, retweet, quote tweet. Stop. Have fun. You just say technology words and you sound ridiculous technology. every time. T- technology. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right, great way to end. All right, All right. bye. bye. <laughs>